0: Welcome back. Listen, I had to hop on this thing and talk to y'all. <laughs> First off, thank you for pulling up to the only right podcast right here at Anchor FM. Make sure you go check us out on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts. We're all over. So if you don't have the Anchor app exactly, you will be able to hear us from majority of your platforms. Now, let's, let's get to the real shit. The real reason why I'm on this motherfucker this evening. This is following the Super Bowl win that the Kansas City Chiefs had. You will be hearing my take on the entirety of the game in the next segment. But something I want to address here in regards to Ron Rivera. I can't even call him real boat no more until he's showing me something else. Because at this point, he's not a... Carolina Panther head coach, so now I have to look at him, you know, like I always have with, you know, with less bias and more context and amongst other things. Now, let's get to the shit. This man had an interview on, I believe, that Wingo shit, the Wingo show on ESPN. He says that Dwayne Haskins' game reminds him of Cam Newton. Now, listen, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I wanted to go off tonight, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit back and just kind of come at y'all in a nice fashion. This guy, Dwayne Haskins, has not shown me anything. I don't know what the hell he looking at. Maybe that's the reason why he's not with us anymore in Carolina for shit like that. A takes like that saying that Dwayne Haskins reminds him of Cam. The only thing Dwayne Haskins remind me of Cam is the fact that he's black. Well, so-called black. He's a bigger quarterback. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he played watch the Washington Redskins. He had some weapons of McLaurin and the other cat before he got injured. But... All in all, this guy does not remind me of Cam whatsoever. I mean, look, you look at the two games, two, just two different games for one. Cam Newton, at the time, especially when he was a rookie, I believe he threw for over 4,000 yards. Dwayne Haskins didn't do that, although he did not start. That tells you something right there. When you could come in, you were like the first pick. Not the first pick, I believe, but you were one of the first picks. I had to look back on that. Dwayne Haskins has shown me nothing. He showed me that he is a quarterback that may end up getting benched within the next few years if he doesn't step it the fuck up. When Cam Newton stepped on the field for the first time, he showed his ass. Showed his ass. I believe he threw for 500 yards or 400 yards, one of them, in his very first game, very first start. The man is a running quarterback with a powerful arm. Not the most accurate. The way it has is is, I'll give him credit. He is... Somewhere around the leagues of a uh, accurate quarterback. Not completely like the elite ones, but you know, it's something there. I would compare his game to someone like Kyle Allen. That would have been a, more, uh, a much better comparison in my eyes. But you know it's my opinion. It is what it is. Take it. Or leave it. Cam Newton had Steve Smith. He had Greg Olson. He had Jeremy Shockey. And he had a nice running game with D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart. Dwayne Haskins... Look, the only reason why I'm bringing up the weaponry for each quarterback is simply because of this. Over the years, I've also been one of those fans that have complained tirelessly about the fact that Cam has not had the requisite weaponry that all of these other quarterbacks have had within our division. You look at Drew Brees. He had Michael Thomas. He had Marcus Colston. He had... Um, who, who the fuck else? Um, can't even think about it right now at this point in time. But those two right there alone shows you what I'm talking about in comparison to the weaponry that Cam Newton had. Jameis Winston came in the league. He had Mike Evans. Recently got Chris Godwin. Drew, uh, what's, what the fuck's his name? Matt, Matty Ice. Julio Jones. Roddy White. Taylor Gabriel. Calvin Ridley, Austin Hooper, Michael Turner, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. I mean, and an offensive line, mind you. So, listen, when we, compare, when we compare these things, you have to look at that in context as well. Dwayne Haskins did not have the best weaponry, but he had better weaponry, I would say, than Cam did, especially as far as the offensive line is concerned. And he still was not able to beat out Case Keenum. So that tells you a lot about Dwayne Haskins right there. I don't want to hear shit about the comparison between those two. It makes no sense. It makes absolute no sense to me. But hey. Shout out to Rob Rivera. <laughs> Maybe this upcoming season we can actually see some improvement. Some growth that, he've had, that he's had from the Carolina Panthers, if there is any at all. and hopefully we can see some growth from Dwayne Haskins because, look, I want to see all my brothers succeed. I want to see all my brothers do their thing. But when you're comparing quarterbacks, we're not talking about race, we're talking about football. And it doesn't come anywhere close to Cam Newton's game. Now, I'm not Cam Newton's number one fanboy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It may sound that way. It's Like I said, it's just a comparison. It's what put me on... This evening. And other news, I'm looking forward to everything. I'm looking forward to this new season. I'm looking forward to free agency. I'm looking forward to the draft. And we will definitely be getting into that as free agency approaches and also as the draft approaches. But prior to that, I definitely want to give y'all insight on some of the different teams. And I will be having some interviews on here where we'll be going back and forth with different fans and getting to know these fans, getting to know these different teams, an insight, an inside, you know, opinion on different teams and going and approaching the to free agency. All in all, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Make sure y'all stay tuned to the next segment. I'll see y'all in a little bit. What's going on, Chris? What's good to the show, man.
1: What's going on? Man. We have uh,
0: some people that like your shit, so I wanted to invite you back on and so say, you know, and uh, we have some news that's going on and some shit that I didn't even know that you're going to entice the people on, but before we get into that, you are now listening to The Only White Podcast right here on Anchor FM. You can check us out on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts on all other of your platforms that you have available to you. So, <clears throat> now last week we talked about the uh, the pregame, basically going into the Super Bowl. We had the Chiefs versus San Francisco. I mean, tell me about it. What, what did you think of the game?
1: Um, to be quite honest with you, like San Fran just didn't show up in the fourth quarter, which is like a big. Like, a, like, let me tell you, like, him overthrowing... This is where a lot of people, like, even in the NFL media, when they were talking about can Jimmy Garoppolo, like, step up. And at this point, he did it. So, it's like, listen, let me tell you something. I barely listen to, like, like you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop and R&B. Like, I listen to sports radio you all did. day. Like, every goddamn day. Like, that's just what I listen to. Um, mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of people talking about, like... I mean, it's a possibility. You don't know, like... All right, you got Kyle, Sean, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan. Like they're they're basically running everything when it comes to this offense. This is how they did when the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowls back to back in '97 and '98. Run. Man. It was a run first scheme. It was always run first, second. You know, second. You know, pass. But they didn't have. They don't have a John Elway on their team. You know. Oh, say saying? Saying,
0: did they have John Davis at the time? or no. Say that again. They had TD at the time.
1: We had Terrell. You know what I'm saying? We had Rod Smith back in the day. We had Ed McCaffrey. We had a lot. We had good moving pieces back in the day when we won back-to-back. So, right. you got to remember that, like, in the Super Bowls, John Elway was the MVP for one, and Terrell Davis was the MVP for the other. So, yeah. like, not to confuse anything, but Jimmy Garoppolo, when it needed time for him to step up, I mean, I think he made some key throws, but the one throw that he overthrew to Emmanuel Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders yeah, was burned, him, burned him was down the field. If, mm. if that if that pass was, like, on the money, you're talking about a completely different turnaround when it comes to mentality. Because then you got to... Now you got to put the fire on Patrick Mahomes to go up there and score. So it's like, if they would have scored that touchdown, they would have been ahead. But Jimmy G couldn't make the throw. So it's like, where do you go from here? Like, now he's just like... Like, this is the thing. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be... Tom Brady's basically replacement when everybody thought Tom Brady was at that point in retirement so it's like this is what Bill Belichick had in mind for Jimmy Garoppolo I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo's a bad quarterback I mean every it takes years for quarterbacks to get their shit correct like how many years did it take Aaron Rodgers to get his shit correct for well, him not make it to the Super Bowl. Like it it it's, okay. it's a, you know what I'm saying like Patrick Mahomes last year, everybody had the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl last year when it ain't go like that. Tom Brady wound up going last year. So yeah. I mean Patrick Mahomes, the way he's developing is just like it's it's stupid. It's like stupid retarded. You gotta remember yeah. he was a baseball player first. So all these side on throws you see that he makes like <laughs> nothing. Like that comes from throwing a baseball like 90 miles an hour, 89 miles an hour. Just imagine how much how much faster you can throw a football, like. And
0: you know what? Well, not to cut you off, well, but like this—that's that's the shit I learned too. Like over the years, like even when Russell Wilson came into the league, he played baseball. You know what I'm saying? Kyler Murray played baseball. He actually throws the football well. I mean, he's a short guy, but like I said, these cats that come in playing quarterback and they played baseball in their previous life where they were like a you know, multi-sport kind of athlete like that they always are good quarterbacks like they're able you to know, sling the damn ball fit the ball in small places like they look elite right off the bat you know far as throwing the football and when it comes to Pat Mahomes I mean that motherfucking there, bro I don't know like
1: <laughs> like every like every year like there's a you know there's always some type of new appearance when it comes to these Super Bowl teams like right, right, next right. year um like, I don't know where the Chiefs are going to be, like, to be quite frank with you. Like, we see them twice a year. Denver, we see them twice a year. But honestly, like, they're going to have problems keeping some players. I mean, Sammy Watkins is a free agent. I don't think they're going to bring it back to Sammy Watkins. Reason. And Sammy Watkins is, like, injury-prone here and there. So, it's just like, do you want to deal with a high Achilles injury fucking person, even though he was healthy this year? I don't know if people going to want to take a chance on it. Because you got to remember, like, Sammy Watkins is, he's, like, what, twenty-seven. 26 he's, he's getting up there he's getting up he's, there. he's hiking so it's just like but you still see dominance when people have an older age like Emmanuel Sanders is fucking 31 years old so it's just like well he's 32 me and Emmanuel Sanders the same age so it's just like he's still out there balling you know what I'm saying with less amount of injuries and he went up there and smoked them and then like I said Jimmy Garoppolo come put the you know he come put the ball in the pocket it happens like it happens to the best quarterbacks it don't even matter
0: not nah, bro I think he overpaid like, like a motherfucker.
1: All right, there was a lot of like, all right, let me ask you a question. The touchdown that Kansas City got when they kept reviewing okay. it with his foot being out of bounds.
0: And yeah, you talking about um, Damian Williams. Damian
1: yeah. Williams. Like, do you honestly think that was a touchdown?
0: No, I do not. And to keep it a being with you, I looked at that shit. At first it looked like it did, because, you know, first glance from above, you're like, oh yeah, he got the he got the tip of the ball over. They're gonna count that shit. But it really looked like he had if you seen it from the sideline, it looked like the fuck was foot, out of bounds before. Exactly. It was like simultaneously or the ball like and if out to keep it a being, it didn't even look like the ball was I it was close, but it wasn't even on that first edge like where it's supposed to cross. The foot was clearly out of bounds before you even noticed the ball being anywhere close. So I I think they really just gave him that touchdown to be really to be honest with you. Like for them to say it was incon and the reason they said it was inconclusive is because they called a touchdown on the ground. So I mean, I don't think that would have been hard to turn over. And honestly I do think Pat Mahomes would end up scoring the ball anyway. Like but the fact I mean, that they did, probably would have
1: got the touchdown regardless yeah. but I just think exactly. that like this is like things like this happening in the playoffs in the Super Bowl like the past two years the shit with the Vikings and the Saints like it's happened back to back
0: he got paid off that DB like, got paid off for something bro
1: yeah but you look at the past <laughs> two years like it's always been the Saints and the Vikings with the situation with pass interference yeah. and like know Another situation, Kittle, with the offensive pass interference call. I think they
0: should. This I, I think that was bogus. I think that was bogus a little bit. I mean, because I think the DB sold it because he knew he was beat for one or whoever yeah. was taking him. He sold it, and the little stiff arm. I mean, it wasn't so blatant. It was kind of like hand fighting in a way because they were hand fighting for position at the end of the day. And then when a quarter decided thought he got beat or figured he did, he kind of just you know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. No
1: every, every year there's going to be calls where people question And then at the end of the season Like you're going to have the um, Excuse me, at the end of the season You're always going to have these referees go to this meeting yeah. Every year And they're going to get these key games throughout the year Be like yo, like Go around the table, what's going on Like who do you, like you know what I'm saying dude Everyone feels like this is a pass interference And sometimes these referees talk like yo listen Y'all know this shit's going to come up in this video when we had this meeting at the end of the year yo, everybody just says passing first and finish, so we don't go no further with this shit but yeah. and that's the meetings that they do in New York because they head of the NFL referee thing is uh, mm-hmm. in Manhattan so yeah. I mean there's always something to talk about when it comes to play calling and everything like this like these quarterbacks now like Patrick Mahomes you, you know Russell Wilson kind of came into like both eras of it as far as like yeah. hitting, the hitting the quarterback situation so like, these quarterbacks that's coming up now within, like, the next 10, 15 years, you're going to see, like, Peyton Manning's record's getting smashed, Tom Brady's record's getting smashed, Drew Brees' record's uh-huh. getting smashed, because, like, they don't didn't say that. Have, like...
0: Don't say, that. don't say that. Peyton Manning, my favorite quarterback, don't say that.
1: Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning <laughs> is the GOAT, but it's just, like, you got to remember, like, like, shit happens. Tom Brady just passed him and some shit. Super- yeah. You know, like it's just gonna get like that. Like I think if Kate Manning never had a back situation, I think he probably would have played two more years with us. But that's just oh, really he,
0: With the defense, oh yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, he had weapons, but like that last year was like the collision because we lost a lot. Like we lost players on the defensive inside of it. You know what I'm saying? Like right now we're we're like I give you, like Denver, like we're in a bond right now. So it's like we got Dave Shelby free agent, we got Derek Wolf free agent. Um,
0: he old. You owed know, anything,
1: ain't he Derek Wolf. Who, Derek Wolf's like my age. He's like thirty two. Oh I well.
0: Mean, but, but last,
1: but last, but last contract that he got, he took hometown discount because he loves it in Denver. He wants to stay there. That's where he wants to retire. So he's just like, I'm willing to take the hometown discount. Dave Shelby just said, like, I'm not taking a hometown discount. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dave Shelby's like right, I'm not taking a hometown discount, so I think Dave Shelby's out the door. Chris Harris is nine out of ten is going to be out of the door. Um, and Dave
0: Shelby is is he a D tackle or Shelby or what is he? Oh,
1: Dave Shelby. Yeah, Dave Shelby's a D tackle. Yeah, Shelby's a D tackle. Yeah, yeah. You know, Derek Wolf, well, He's getting up there in age, but he's willing to take a hometown discount. But you need people like that. You need someone, and then Bradley Chubb's coming back. He's going to be healthy as shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Von Miller he's getting up in age like he didn't like these past two years I'm a little disappointed in him I love the nigga like fuck I love Von Miller he's the shit but last two years he's been like you know but that comes from like that comes from a mentality standpoint when your offense ain't doing good you ain't gonna want to go out there and ball out cause you feel like when you ball out and these motherfuckers ain't getting the ball like they ain't progressing up the field you're like man what the fuck I'm gonna go out there and give 110% for you know what
0: I'm saying you you seen that shit in Jacksonville like over the last few yeah. years, because their defense was top notch, and they actually, they de- well, Blake Bortles at quarterback, they defense carried them to the playoffs, literally, and close to. I think they were in the AFC championship where they just lost, and um, a defense was so damn good, it was like, yo, man, this man Blake Bortles is fucking up. It's a shit show, you know. You got weapons, like check this out. The same cats that you see at the receiver now with DJ Chark and um and D.D. Westbrook were the same guys that Blake Bortles had and couldn't do a damn thing with it. his first well not well DJ sharks first year and it was just like yo what the fuck are you doing so by him by him getting overpaid and getting out of there I see the same thing with Nick Foles as well like Nick Foles I'm not saying he trashed but he he got a, a quarterback from last year Garner Minshew who showed his ass in the beginning of the season who was also hurt but Nick Foles, when he got back in the fold, he did not look good at all.
1: And- but but that's the thing—you got every quarterback doesn't fit everyone's system. So like when Nick Foles, he fits Doug Peterson's system. Like everybody, mm-hmm. every every quarterback has a system. Like there's certain quarterbacks. Like I will give you a prime example. Like some of these, some of these like offensive coordinators, head coaches, they they can really base upon like their quarterbacks on their height. So, that's like if I throw – I'll give you a prime example. If I take um, – damn, what's this kid's name from Arizona? Kyler um, Murray. If I take Kyler Murray and I throw him and, you know, Sean Payton's system, I think he'll explode in that shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like,
0: offensive line, all that shit comes into play too because, I mean, like
1: – Yeah, it, you you always have to worry about the offensive line blocking, but with the way that – because. Breeze is under six feet, right? So you always have yeah. these playbooks and these systems that make Drew Brees. he always take a five-step drop, nine out of the ten, or he's from the shotgun, with a quick one-two drop on a quick slant or whatever it may be or curl. So it's like like the Arizona Cardinals are probably going to be a little dangerous this year. I think people, like there's a lot of teams that people are going to have to really worry about. There's a lot of shit going on in the NFL right now. Like, you're talking about free agents, you're talking about drafts. um, Like, Like, this is the thing. Like, you took – you took – what's the name from um, the Titans quarterback right now? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill went to Tennessee and probably looked the best in his whole career. Ryan Tannehill ain't no slouch. I don't want people to get the misconception that Ryan Tannehill is a slouch. Like, Ryan Tannehill ain't no slouch. Like, he can ball, you know what I'm saying? But there's – there's always going to be quarterbacks that need help with shit as they progress in their career. He'll look back on a bunch of tapes. You'll see Tennessee probably back in the playoffs next year, depending on what happens in the draft. Um, like, there's going to be a lot of underrated teams. Like, people have to like, like. It's going to depend on the quarterback. This is a lot of free agents on quarterback market right now.
0: So, like, so you feel like you feel like the quarterback is like. Gonna be the main problem. Even when we were when we were talking about the Super Bowl, Jimmy G is not cutting it in San Francisco. Look, so there's people feel like- in
1: San Francisco saying it's a possibility he might be traded. Absolutely, gonna, there's a possibility he could be traded, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's gonna hit them on the cap because that motherfucker got a big ass contract. Like hey. they're, they're gonna get hit on the cap. But who are you gonna bring in there? Like honestly, you people might fucking say I'm stupid, but I honestly think like. The perfect quarterback to go in there and fit that system right now and remix it would probably be Teddy Bridgewater, underrated quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I mean, I would would put Teddy Bridgewater in there. Like Teddy Bridgewater, he he kind of has like he can do a lot with George, like with Kittle. You know what I'm saying? I think he could do a little more with Kittle. I see. When you need need Bridgewater to escape, he's a little more, he's a lot more agile than Garoppolo like Garoppolo uh, you know he got it's weird like Garoppolo he can run because he's long <laughs> but he ain't got no speed that's just like that's just like this I give you a prime example like Pat like people don't know this shit but Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning two different type of style quarterbacks right but yeah. guess what when they went to the draft they ran the same damn 40 times and Peyton Manning ain't no scrambler like people Hold don't on. wait a
0: shit. second Peyton a- yeah. ain't run no damn 4'8 you wanna bet?
1: Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning ran a four eight nine in the draft when he first got drafted.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. So, that's, that's that's like hmm.
1: people. It's a lot of shit. People don't know like Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning are two different type of quarterbacks. Even when Peyton Manning was young, he wasn't in here running around like he could get. a He was a little more mobile, but not like how Patrick Mahomes is. But Patrick oh, Mahomes wait. and Peyton Manning ran the same damn <laughs> forty times, you can Google shit.
0: But Pat like, Mahomes got more pause, but he got more wiggle in his game when it comes to running. You see. That, that, look, man, you can you can have straight line speed, right? But honestly in football, that don't really mean much unless you're a wide receiver, kind of, I mean at the end of the day.
1: It's yeah, like, but when you, you put Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes on a computer when they ran it 40 times, it's fucking the same shit. Like 489, 483, 484, like, you'd be like, what the fuck was Peyton Manning doing running that fucking fast? But Peyton Manning ain't got no agility. He ain't got no two-step. So, exactly,
0: that's what I'm saying. That's, what make, make, that's why I make it seem like Pat Mahomes is so much faster than a yeah. 4'8 to me Like Seeing him run the ball It's like This man ran a 4'8 And you see He's gained weight Since he's been in the league So yeah. I mean look I look at I look at Patrick Mahomes As I want to say The best QB In the league right now And I'm not just saying it Off the Super Bowl I'm saying that Because the man The way this the, the throws this man makes It's like Aaron Rodgers i never seen Dan Marino play in person Or like you know On live TV But uh, I, based on what I hear, man, I can say like yo, Pat Mahomes, he got, he got, he got, look, he got the generation a lot. Until Lamar Jackson become a little bit more accurate, because I feel like Lamar Jackson is right there too. If you ask me, is one two when it comes to the the young goats and shit. Um, yeah, like but the AFC
1: is heavily equipped with quarterbacks. The AFC mm. is equipped with quarterbacks. Like, like, let me. Where do you think Carolina's is going? With I think Cam Newton's gonna stay. But yeah. I still think that Carolina might try to get a quarterback in the second round. With well, I'm
0: gonna say it like this: I feel like Carolina. Well, what I would like us to do, um, Cam. Here, here's the thing. Let's, let's let me take you to the overall picture before I get to Cam. The overall picture is this. Well, what's the season happen like you've seen it happen and they try to transition the franchise face to squirting mccaffrey obviously wow. feeding him the ball feed him the ball which is not a bad idea if you're going to get rid of camp here's the thing saving 19 million by letting him go to be honest with you it's not going to be much difference whether if we hold on to him for that last year if he even decides to play on that year contract but at the end of the day to answer your question I feel like it, the, the future for Cam Newton in Carolina really lies on Cam Newton because I think he's going to get offered he's going to be like look we're going to keep you for one more year on that one-year deal 19 million but after that we'll see how it goes he after the situation was baby mom and all that stuff and you know him having these court cases and whatnot I'm going to bring personal shit in here but that's what's happening when you got a situation like that in real life you want to try to get all the money you can period so especially like you want to get a long contract although I don't think money's is issue for him, but when you got a when you got a baby mom like that, uh, what's the name, Key or something? Oh um, whatever,
1: that, whatever. Her name yeah, is. I
0: don't even
1: care. Look, <laughs> all half of these NFL players got baby mom problems. The only one I don't got it, if you would think that that nigga had it was Tom Brady. But Tom Brady, he ain't got no baby mama problems. I don't he think nobody should.
0: He got a model man, but I mean, look, Cam, I, I would love him to stay. I would love him to get hundred percent healthy. But to be honest with you, we're going through a rebuild, so trading him for some picks would be the best option and us hopefully tanking next year to get, um, not the Fields, but Trevor Lawrence, because I think he's the next GOAT, um, that'll be
1: best. Let me tell you something, I think, um, let me tell you something, Trevor Lawrence is, he's a good fucking quarterback, like, a buddy of mine, his friend went to high school with him out in Georgia, my friend's son, he went to high school with him in Georgia, so, um, like I talked to you know a buddy of mine, and he's just like, "Yo, I've seen that kid play like when he was in high school." Yeah, and he, him and he, him and fucking um, him and Deshaun Watson went to the same high school, so they came from the exact same high school, lowest town of Georgia. Came from the same exact high school. Trevor Lawrence's goal was like, "Yo, I need to break everything that he has." He broke everything that he had in there, but uh, the kid' goal, like I think he set he puts himself on a very high pedestal. Like he knows he's the shit. And he has that on his back. Like, yo, I'm the shit. I'm going in here playing. If I lose, whatever, I'm still who I am. Whatever. Like, it's a team effort at the end of the day. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a team mm-hmm. effort. And you always have that one outspoken person. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's so, just that.
0: So, so, speaking of team effort, um, the Dallas Cowboys have a situation going on. With Dak Prescott,
1: now yeah, I told you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: you have you have a situation where as though some fans or fans of football period may think that is Zeke's team that is Dak Prescott's team. I mean, to be honest with you, in my perspective, before we get into this, the contract dispute that they got going on, because there were there were reports that came out, I'm going to get into them a little bit. Um, they 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 run the ball a lot and they didn't pay Zeke Elliott all that money for nothing. I mean, I like how they didn't do my man dirty like they did to Marco Murray when they gave him all them damn carries. But, um, at the same time, I feel like if Dak Prescott's gonna go, he should go. And Dallas Cowboys are ready to win now. They're not in a rebuild mode. They have players. The only person that I'm really worried about on Dallas that might not stay or they will be able to resign him is Amari Cooper and Byron Jones. Because Byron Jones was a top corner last year. Amari Cooper was a top receiver last year. Dan Prescott was a top quarterback but not top five. You want to break it down to QB and all that bullshit, maybe. But, no. But at the end of the day, he's looking for a lot of bread. Oh, m- more than what we were talking about last week, he's looking for close to $40 million a year.
1: No. You, let me tell you something. If you're gonna, uh, I'll give you a prime example. Like, so let's compare quarterbacks right now. Okay. Let's okay. So let's do Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott.
0: Patrick Mahomes, bro.
1: Come on. Okay. So let's. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like yeah. a lot of people, are like, oh, there's no comparison. They're 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 two quarterbacks that's very very similar. Like people don't realize this shit. They're very similar in a lot of ways. But so let's let's do it this year. Patrick Mahomes been in the league for three years right now. Yeah, He took over Alex Smith on week 17 They played us They kicked our ass That's when everybody yeah. seen something to Patrick Mahomes Last year he started, went to the AFC Championship This year he won a Super Bowl So in three so three years back to back Especially last year and this year Patrick Mahomes, he shut a lot of people up Came back from an injury that we gave him And he showed up Now, yeah. that Prescott first year Went to the playoffs He had him and Zeke Like you know what I'm saying? And the, you you want to know some funny shit? Like the year that he got drafted, Dak Prescott, he was supposed to go to Denver, but we passed on him. So oh, uh-huh. yeah, Denver, I, I have people that work up there in the Broncos facility and shit that I was in the military with. And they work in there and they was looking at Dak Prescott. So mm-hmm. it's just like you think about a lot of quarterbacks that should have been in a lot of other places. And you're like, oh fuck, I would've took I would have took Dak Prescott three years ago. Knowing everything that we had going on with Trevor Simeon and fucking, every, you know, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, I gotta, I gotta call you out on this, Chris. Years ago, after that Super Bowl, you was talking heavy about Simeon, talking about he's about I to was. be the next I, thing. I, Chris. I
1: definitely was talking heavy about Trevor <laughs> Simeon, but I didn't think. But you know what it was though? Like what? There was, so, there was no. It was a lot going on with the rebuild as well. Like you had a lot of people that like Darius yeah. Thomas was coming to, like he was fed up. And Major yeah. Sanders can't do everything. And we only have two, like, two wide receivers, and you not using a tight end. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, like, actually. It, it, it takes away a lot of stuff that someone could have potential to do it Like, this year, like, Noah Fant was by far the best tight end picked up in the draft last year. And we put him to good work. We saw where he was. And next year, like, there's going to be so much shit going on because, like, Everybody's like, I had a lot of people call me after the whole because we picked up Pat Sherman as offensive coordinator, okay. but we also have Mike Shula. Now, all these people come on, like Mike Shula, Pat Sherman, they come under like this. I angry. got Mike Shula? We got Mike Shula as the quarterback, Who? Oh, my goodness. So, oh. like, I think that, I I think fucking uh, people are in for a rude awake. Like, people don't realize how good of a quarterback's coach Mike Shula is. Like, what? Mike. Mike Shula is probably the greatest quarterback, the greatest NFL quarterback coach ever, I hold personally think.
0: Hold on, hold on, bro See, I, I, I can call you. I, I, we can have this discussion because then he then he coached, uh, wasn't he our offensive coordinator? Oh, Mike Shula? Yeah. No. He wasn't our offensive coordinator? No. Am I thinking of another Shula?
1: Mike, yeah, Shula, my- Mike Shula was the quarterback coach last year for the Giants. He was an offensive coordinator. Mike Shula was offensive coordinator for the Giants last year.
0: Okay. No, that's the same dude. That's that's I see that, see, it's funny, yo, yo, Panther fans. See, I i I I I, I forget this man's name. He was the offensive coordinator the year we went to the Super Bowl. Um, I want to say it was Mike, Sh- Don Shula's son, whoever that is. It was
1: Mike Shula that took y'all to the Super yeah. Bowl.
0: Yeah. That nigga, let me tell you something, Chris. Don't don't believe the hype, bro. Like, I, I understand, like you, you optimistic and shit, but this man, Mike Shula. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, look—the proofs in the pudding. He Cam carried the team. I ain't going. I ain't going to say no more about it. But he carried the offense. He put him in fucked up situations. I just hope he don't do the same thing to Drew Lock because I see some shit in Drew Lock that I see in Cam far as the running ability, had the size of him and shit like that, be able to pass. And I and y'all don't have the weapons we had, which we didn't have any really except Greg Olson. And y'all got no offense. So I don't know. It might look good for y'all.
1: No, but, but look at look at the who was y'all y'all had y'all had what Tejan y'all had tegan Jr. Yep y'all had Greg Olson when we met y'all in the Super Bowl. Who Devin else did y'all Funches. have?
0: Devin Funches, Philly Brown, Brenton Burson. May I go on? None like, of these guys. Like,
1: you, you you really didn't have too much on the offensive side. No, we did not. And then That's why
0: Cam had to score fifty touch forty five touchdowns, uh, like what was a thirty five passing and ten rushing touchdowns.
1: Yeah, but like, the reason he increased his passing touchdown percentage was because of Mike Shula. Like, Cam, Cam was a one-dimensional quarterback, dude. Like, you're talking about someone that wanted to run the ball all the fucking time because he used his size to his advantage. Running niggas over, he got a big body at that time. But then, like, he was a one-dimensional quarterback. Like, that's what Cam Newton loved to do. He was running out, using his size. Like, fuck it, I can run some people over like I'm going to use my body weight to my full advantage like Cam in the Super Bowl was like what 250
0: something man bro. he was
1: he was a big dude now he's fucking Mr. Vegan <laughs> yeah I like don't this. I don't, like this.
0: No ana- I don't, like I don't want
1: on no animal products and shit like that and now he's down to what 230 I think 225 or something like that He still he's
0: still 240 he hovers he hovers he say he's heavy. he yeah he say he hovers around 240 even though he's been vegan I mean I think that's just genetics cuz like I mean but
1: Bro. He's a big dude But yeah, ahead, listen, Like it, It's it's going to be crazy Like I Look let me tell you something I toot my horn about my team Every fucking year I don't care what nobody's saying Whether we have a bad season Or what <laughs> But this But this year Like people don't re- Like everybody's like Like everybody calls me like oh Pat Sherman's your fucking Offensive coordinator And I'm just like yeah You know we'll see What the fuck happens um, Pat Sherman as an Offensive coordinator I like I don't like him as a head coach Like people don't realize The stress that head coaches Go through Like you know what I'm saying Like the head coaches do absolutely everything. They have to check up on the offense, got to check up on the defense, and then when they want to play their part in this, play their part in that, there's always a mixed feeling between the coordinators and the head coach, and they have to do office work. They got to be in meetings with GMs. Like They got to do so much shit. And I don't think Pat Sherman was ready for it, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the what he did, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he was with Minnesota, um, it was good. I liked what he did in Minnesota personally. Yeah. Um, he's in Denver now.
0: Uh-huh. Um sure.
1: like we got a we got a young quarterback that's at the mode of progression. Like honestly, I see us being a nine win team next year because last year we could have been a nine win team, but we lost on some we like we lost a lot of one touchdown games, maybe a couple field goals. We lost a lot of close games that could have put us almost at nine wins and
0: um okay i just i just yeah we we have we wait 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 so even in your division you have kansas city right you Hopefully. have the chargers you have the raiders okay. and yo so I'm, I'm looking at your team and i'm like you, you feel like you could only get nine wins i mean like even even with even with the acquisitions i, I expect you guys to make this season because honestly Unless the Raiders go ahead and make some big splash in free agency, or I think they have three first round picks. Again, actually, I don't even know. I think
1: my team is either gonna go nine and seven, or we're gonna be eleven and five. Eleven and five is me hoping for the best, because right now, like in the AFC. You gotta have ten wins or better to get in the fucking playoffs. It's just what it is. You gotta have ten or better. And a lot of teams in the AFC is gonna fall off next year. Obviously, I think a lot of teams like the AFC West is probably the craziest division in the AFC. Oh, uh, because like, good ahead, go ahead, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. yeah I, uh, If you like, if you think anybody, if you think any other division is crazier than that, like, now my like, th- it's it's gonna be a crazy year coming up. Like, I'm just looking free agency point wise as far as what my team's gonna do. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. like, um, like it's sad to say, but I think Garrett Bowles is going to fucking stay as much as I don't want him to. So, Garrett Bowles is probably going to stay because we don't have no one to really fill that side, even though he had the most holding penalties in the fucking league this year for a fucking lineman.
0: And hey, what position
1: does he play, left or right? He plays left. <laughs> okay. You look up Garrett Bowles' penalties, he had, like, 42 penalties this year. Like, it's, it's fucking high as hell. Like, how do you have 45 penalties? Like, I mean, you know, shit, like you can't block against those No, he he don't got no foot he don't got no goddamn footwork. That's the problem. So when he ain't got when an alignment like that ain't got no footwork and you got to grab somebody to make sure they don't hit your quarterback. Hey, listen, I appreciate you keeping the quarterback alive by holding, you know what I'm saying, but we're pushing back. Like the whole perp like that's our whole thing like we have mad penalties this year. Like we need to get down the field more. So it's like We had a replacement for Demarius Thomas, which is Cortland Sutton right now.
0: Yeah, he's looking real good. He had a come-out year, yo. He had a come-out year. He
1: had a come-out year compared to his rookie year, which was big. He had um, like he had 1,100 receiving yards, which was good. Mm -hmm. This year, six touchdowns. So I'm I'm happy with that right now. I'm okay. He's progressing. He's getting better. Um, Noah Fant, he did pretty good. He had like 700 receiving yards. Started off slow. Yeah, Yeah, he started off slow, but I'm okay with that. Like because like some of these tight ends, tight ends that's when you're getting to a system and you're changing, so it's like from year. I'll give you a prime example from Cortland uh, Sutton's rookie year. The tight ends was blocking a lot more. Now, even though we have Fumigeli, like we had a couple tight ends that can, you know, actually catch. Yeah. But um, no offense, he he's like he's one of those tight ends that can really run with a corner, like a fast, you know, four three four. four yeah, he runner. fast.
0: he's the fast guy. He came for LSU, right? With well, Miami, I
1: forget he played play for uh, Iowa.
0: Iowa. He played
1: for Noah Fan. Yeah, Noah Fan played for Iowa. So, huh? Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Google it, nigga. Yeah, I'm Iowa. Him.
0: I don't follow them damn Broncos. But the yeah, thing but, is,
1: um, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, you stupid. No, yeah. but Noah Fan played for. Uh, he played for Iowa. Like, there's a lot of teams that have these breakout players. Like, like Cortland Sutton came from SMU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then we wind up picking up. Um, just showing what we picked up. Um, this fucking kid. He played with Deshaun um, Elliott. No, 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 no. Fucking um, man, what the hell is this kid name? It's crazy. Like I, I, got so many names running around. Oh, about Hamilton, him. Hamilton. But Deshaun Hamilton, he yeah, played with Saquon Barkley in Penn State. Yeah, so I, I was expecting a He's lot nice. more out of him. You know what I'm saying? Because like he was really good in college, but he hasn't progressed to that level where I feel like, like damn, man, like you're not doing this shit in the NFL right now. He's had his moments where he scored. But I think he needs to step it up. Uh, I mean, Tim Patrick needs playing, to step it up. He well, hold on, girl. he was playing behind
0: Emmanuel Sanders though, man. I mean, you, you got to remember that he was playing behind her for like a good part of the season before he actually got a shine. You know what I mean? Because it was it was only Cortland Sunday and Emmanuel Sanders. So you, yeah. But, but, but you my start?
1: thing is, but my thing is, <laughs> if you feel like later on you're gonna be like slowly drifting away from older receivers. Right. Why not do what they did with Cortland Sutton and, and Demarius Thomas? They had them splitting fucking, you know what I'm saying? His freshman year. Like, you know what I'm saying? They had them splitting reps and shit like that. So Cortland Sutton can get the fill in because they knew that Cortland Sutton eventually was going to be the Demarius Thomas, like, replacement. So why not start putting Deshaun Hamilton in? with Emmanuel Sanders. Put a Emmanuel Sanders on the second, you know, second position. Put Deshaun Hamilton in the slot. Let him see what he can do because you know eventually he's going to be a slot receiver because that's the type of size he is. He's a, size, a slot receiver size. So, uh, I don't know. Like, th- this year's like, soon as Black Monday came up, like when the season was over, <laughs> the, the firings, that's what they call it Black Monday. The firings, the hirings. Um, I, I don't know. Like, this year, like, honestly, I'm concentrating so much on my team because I think this this is the year we got to get to the playoffs. And I, I won't even be upset if we fucking go and lose, to be honest with you, because I care about what Drew Locke's going to progress to. Because Drew Locke, right, as of right now, is the future. So, I mean, he came in, started 4-1. That's a good... That's a good you know, a good year, a good way to get. He's uh, put it like this he got his feet more wet than what Patrick Mahomes did in his freshman year. Patrick Mahomes came in his freshman year and started the last game of the season and he lit flares in everybody's eyes and destroyed Denver. So I think like Drew Locke started off in the right way. He got a, he had a couple more games, like I said, than Patrick Mahomes, and that year he's going to be the starter. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting, like, honestly. So you figure sixteen games in the season. If we can win, like three out of four games every four of the quarter, like I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because that'll put us at twelve and four. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? That'll put us either for a wild card or either you know, second position. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I think I think that if Drew Locke doesn't expect too much, which he's like he's so level headed, I think we'll be fine. Um, the running back situation is good in Denver right now. Is it um, really
0: because I don't I don't really – I mean, Royce Freeman, he all right. But he – I think – I mean, running, see, that's the thing about running backs. They can be developed. You don't have to be good right away. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. has to be a – Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot – like, like
1: in this draft right now, like, people not looking at it. Like, there's not a lot of teams that's going to be going after running backs this year. I mean, first-round prospect running backs, they're going to fall to the second, third round. Mm-hmm. Even if we feel like we need to pick up – like one of those running backs that we feel like, you know what? Like this year, we got three third round picks. So, like, I'll give you a prime example. Like the running back from LSU, like, people got him going in the first round. I think that nigga dropped like in the second. Cause there's so, like, mad people need defense this year. Mad people need offensive line. It's, pe- it's
0: a deep draft in, uh, for the trenches this year, man. I tell you.
1: It's a deep draft this year. Like, I can't remember this kid's name. He's from, uh, He's from Colorado State, the same college that um, that Philip Lindsay went to. He's a wide receiver. His, his name sounds Russian, something Shaviska, whatever. That he's a wide receiver. Like people got him going in the first round, but I think he's gonna drop. Like I don't know why. Like he's a dominant receiver, but I think that's something else we need. Yeah. Like our, our draft is gonna be based on what we get in free agency. To be honest with you, because if we feel like we can get a lineman in free agency, that might be worth getting out there. Yeah. Then we're going to do that. You know all right, well,
0: we'll, well, check since since we since you hit on that topic, let's let's stay on that topic for a little bit when it came to free agents, right? So, have you mm-hmm. followed do you know any of the free agents this year? If not, then I'll, I'll let you know.
1: Well, give me the list. I haven't been I haven't all been right. On a to check so, free agents.
0: you're talking about offensive linemen, right? You have Anthony Costanzo, he's a free agent, you have okay. Brian Beluga, he's a free agent. So, for me, those are the two top offensive linemen. Also, you have uh The free agent from uh, the the lineman from the Saints who's a free agent right now, I believe. Brian Beluga. Brian Beluga is gonna want some money though. But hey, that's but look, that's the thing. See, that's what I'm saying. So, that's just offensive line, right? Defensive line. It's not really. It's not really too many free agents coming out. I mean, you can you can say Jadavian Clowney. It's it's a lot of three four outside linebackers that can play four three. And what are y'all defense? Y'all three four, right?
1: Yeah, so y'all,
0: I play three four. Y'all don't really need that because I got Von Miller, who y'all might want to look to trade this year. To be honest with you, um, y'all yeah, were already talking about trading him during the season. But back to the free agents, right? So those are the Von, two. Von
1: Miller. Von Miller's going to stay there. Like to be honest with you, I don't see Von Miller going anywhere. The only other team I can see Von Miller going to is probably somewhere in Texas because he's from Texas. Um, but he likes it in Denver. He last year he already took a pay cut. He took a pay cut to renegotiate contracts within the and within the thing, so, so that tells you like, like wants to stay there. It looks
0: like, well, yeah,
1: he he wants to stay. He renegotiated. He chopped five million dollars a year off his salary so that he can help bring people in because he wants to win. Okay, so, it's, so you know what I'm saying. What, so what
0: do y'all? What do you feel like y'all? Okay, I know we ran through it. Cause it it, it turned into into the Super Bowl to the Denver Broncos. So now let's stay on this shit. I want I want to talk about the Denver Broncos because you don't have too many podcasts or YouTube channels that really talk about the Broncos
1: that much. You know what I'm saying? Not on Not on the East Coast anyway. Exactly.
0: So let's talk about these. Let's talk about it. So what do you feel like you guys need going into the season to be able to be competitive?
1: Honestly, um, so Shelby Harris is not taking a hometown discount, so he's out. Yeah. Um, We're gonna need another D tackle personally. Um, we're definitely going to need corners. We're definitely going to need corners because right now, um, Callahan might be, Callahan might, like, he might come back fully healthy, which is good because he missed mostly the season, but he knows how to run that Vic Fangio defense, which is why they bring over Jackson from Texas and they bring over Callahan from the Bears because he know that these people can help, you know, get this defense apart how he likes to be ran. Now, we're gonna need corners um, on the offensive side of the ball. To be quite frank with you, we need another receiver and we need attack. Like we need a guard. Like Jawan James, we paid him a lot of money to come over from Miami. You know what I'm saying? And right. he was injured the whole fucking season. He got injured in the preseason. He was injured the whole season. We brought him back week 15 for him to get his feet wet again. And we gave Jawan James a lot of goddamn money out of Miami two years ago. All right. So yeah, he hasn't he hasn't fulfilled that contract, and he's gonna be healthy this year. So I hope that. With Jawan James coming back, that it's gonna it's going to help. But then you also got, I'll give you a prime example, Ron Leary. Ron Leary's contract is up. you so, like I mean, Ron, Ron Leary. I like
0: him. I need to resign him.
1: Uh, Ron Leary kind of lost his step a little bit, but you need a bigger body. So I think Ron Leary will probably get like a one-year contract for like some little money on possibly a 2 year just to keep him around until how old there's is he? more about how old is you know my Leary's like 33 so that's a oh, problem oh nah, no bro look look look
0: yeah these line man, nah cuz look see look even andrew Whitworth I believe he'll be a free agent when he was released but they're trying to reconstruct his contract over there in uh St. Louis as well uh, mm-hmm. LA um you got options when it comes to uh defense and offensive line when it comes to the trenches what is y'all cap situation good? Because if not, then you guys would not even really be able to make a splash in free Unless y'all, we be- got about we
1: got about eighty eight million dollars cap. Oh,
0: y'all got plenty of cap. All right, so that's the case, right? Y'all we not- got cap
1: because we got a young team. Like we haven't had no major contracts. Like we like the last major contract we gave up was in two thousand fifteen to so Von Miller. That was the bit, last big major contract. And then we took a then we took a small hit on Case Keenum you know what I'm saying to oh, get yeah, him yeah, out of yeah, there yeah, yeah, we yeah, took yeah, a, yeah. like a 12 million dollar hit but that's fine like uh, I'm not you know what I'm saying And then they also took a small hit to take a Joe Flacco stupid ass contract but whatever we'll get some of that shit back but um, we're gonna have like 84 84 in cap this year which is a good amount of money to do something with
0: yeah really you yeah. I didn't know y'all had that much so that changes a lot of dynamics within the draft and the uh, free agency. So, like when yeah. it comes to guards, too, you got Joey Hayes from Indianapolis. He played in uh, North Dakota State with Carson Wentz, uh-huh. so he's not too bad of an option as well, either. I mean, yeah. so look, y'all got some options. Like, if y'all trying to win now, y'all spend that money. But I honestly feel like y'all might end up doing the same shit y'all did in fifteen, which is bolster that defense. Because honestly there are no safety. that's what god,
1: that's what god is there
0: yeah all the defense because look i think y'all can get there or at least get there deep enough with drew lockett at quarter at quarterback to be competitive because if y'all both look it's a lot of pass rushers coming into the um in the free agency it's a lot of trench guys coming in with this uh in this in this uh fucking uh draft so yeah if y'all trying to win now that's the move but if not Y'all need to stay put and pay people that y'all need to pay. you need to pay. It's,
1: it's like to be honest with you. Like there's like on the Kansas City side. Like what's that D tackle name? Chris Charles. Whatever. his Chris name is. Jones. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Chris Jones is a free agent.
0: Hey, hey. That's that's that's, that's what I'm saying. That's so a positive. Chris Jones. Chris
1: Jones. We need a D tackle because Shelby Harris is gone. We like we could give Derek Wolf some little money. We could get that nigga seven million dollars a year for him to stay in Denver. He'll stay. He don't care. He likes hometown discounts. That's where he loves to live. He like it in the Denver. So you got him. He's gonna be a free agent now. This is the thing. After the after the year that Patrick Mahomes had this year, like, why would you not want to give him a contract? Um. Well, like, why would you like? He's in. Like, he just finished his third year right now, right? He was a first round draft pick, but why would you want to lock him up full term right now?
0: Because i are gonna try to give this man a contract that's like. Years ahead of his time, like they might get him a super long term, like I'm talking like a seven year, maybe even a ten year, like how we gave Charles Johnson back in the I, day. I,
1: I think I think Patrick Mahomes is probably going to get the highest contract everybody's ever seen Oh yeah, for sure. He, look, I think I think Patrick before. Mahomes. He, he's he's like the what the fourth black fucking quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Uh, uh, he made his. So he's like
0: Moon. I forget. I didn't think of that. Yeah.
1: And he's like he made his. He's like the third, fourth black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. So he made history of upon the black community whatever which is good but that ain't got nothing to do with contracts but my thing is I honestly think let me tell you something I think he's gonna I think his contract is gonna be over 200 million you know I think he's gonna get that type of contract yup
0: yeah. <laughs> look it's it's new money this year it's new money this time around so oh the
1: salary cap is so high this upcoming year right now like
0: well even, next year it will be it's going up to like I forget how many how much. it's going up in the billion so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean look when you look at Patrick, that.
1: I think Patrick Mahomes is probably gonna get the highest fucking contract for a quarterback ever.
0: What about what about Dak though? You think he'll get paid that money? Dak like, ne- Dak
1: Dak will never get paid like Patrick Mahomes. Because after his <laughs> after his first year, what has he really done? Like every like like you you remember Berg, my best friend Berg and shit. I got a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Diehard Cowboys fan, right? So my like he, like, every Cowboy fan I know hopeful every fucking year. Like, my brother's a Cowboys fan. Oh, we're in the playoffs this year. Y'all ain't going nowhere, bitch. Man, like, that's some Cowboy that, fans
0: for that, you. you know that
1: what that I mean? NFC East division, they can fucking chase a wildcard spot with seven wins. And y'all division the same fucking way. Y'all can chase a wildcard spot with seven fucking wins. Like, where the fuck? Like, my thing is with Dallas, right? Dallas yeah. can't win outside of their division. That's why they're always fighting. Like, they have a trouble facing AFC teams. Like, yo, y'all can't even be AFC teams. Like, and my boy's like, oh, it's not about the outside. Yeah, the fuck it is. Because at yeah. the end of the day, if you're scraping by hoping that four teams lose in week 17 for y'all to get in, you know what I'm saying? Like, four teams got to lose for y'all to get in because y'all chasing an 8-8 and record or a 7-9 record to hope y'all can get this last card spot and then go there and fucking lose anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you can't win outside of your division. So... Like they're like, oh well, it matters on division rings. Like, man, fuck that. Like, if you can sit there and win at least seven games outside of your division and you sweep the floor with everything in your division, you're a thirteen and three team. And you ain't gonna have no problems getting in the playoffs but you can't win outside of your division everybody's like oh it's division it's division i'm like listen you still need to win outside of your division like stop concentrating on what's going on in your division like the biggest is gonna lose to a lot of teams in the afc anyway so that's it's like, hard
0: to do man that's hard to just like the nfc east is trash i mean if you ask me i mean when you talk about the nfc east you got philly right so philly i i don't believe in carson Wentz simply because he's injury prone and and until he changed, decides to change his game and they actually surround him with some more weapons than what he had. Because look, he did okay with, with, with the practice squad team. So they, they came out and their defense is getting old too. So it really like they're in the win now, mode, or, or they got to restart basically or
1: reload. Like, Yo, the pen, don't, pen, don't. Pen. Let me tell you something. Don't be surprised that you see the Falcons fucking tank next year. Oh it's yeah, you. Matt Ryan's out of there. Matt Ryan's out of there. I feel like he's out of there. Let me tell you something. They're going to tank so bad. You know why? Because I guarantee you I guarantee you, what if they get the number one or two pick next year, or in the top three? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is going to Atlanta.
0: Oh no! Don't say that. I told. I listen, man. I'm trying to have us tank this year. That's why I think I don't think Cam might be there. If we really trying to, like what I'm saying, it really depends on our future. Like what they want to do. Because look, we can literally put Kyle Allen. You seen what he did? He has some shine. Y'all,
1: y'all, y'all gonna get Marcus Mariota.
0: Bro, I don't want. Listen, I will. Marcus, <laughs> listen, bro, don't say that. Marcus Mariota, he's not bad, but he, look, I, I'm not tired of the running quarterback because that's what it's transitioning to, but he's just not it. He's a backup quarterback. He That's what he's shown. He has to go to a new spot and rejuvenate himself. Although, I don't think Tennessee helped him at all. I mean, uh, they didn't. No, they him, didn't like, but I, I
1: think. I think it's all about the system. Like I think it's all about the system. Look what Ryan Tannehill did when he went to Tennessee. It seems like that was like a no, match bro. made in heaven for him. Ryan Tannehill that wasn't was gonna say that Ryan wasn't Tannehill.
0: fair. That it wasn't fair, fair to who?
1: Mariota, you think?
0: Yeah, because they called two different they, play games. They, two style. Yeah,
1: but they yeah they changed the style and Mariota like Mariota like he can scramble, but I think you have to put him. You gotta put him like like is what Tennessee runs a West Coast system, right? So yeah, I think you have to put him something more. Because let me tell. You, quarterback. I don't think there's nothing wrong with his throwing game. I think his mentality game is off. I think he needs to get a little bit smarter. He can't read defenses. Like, he he has a hard time reading defense, and it's crazy when he played for Oregon, that motherfucker was like a spy. Like, he could see everything going on. Well, there.
0: he was so, also, uh, wasn't running the ball a whole lot, so I mean that was a little bit different. He's a little older now. Although he's still kind of young, relatively.
1: Yeah, he's still pretty young. He's twenty-seven. You, you still got a lot to do with him. You mm-hmm. can still turn him into something good.
0: Well, I, like, I guess that would work, bro. I don't, I don't see it. Bro. I don't see that shit. Bro. I don't see it. All
1: right, let me ask you something. Like, so new, let's go to New Orleans real quick. As so, though New Orleans, Drew Brees is staying, obviously.
0: Okay. But no, now, no, that's not not sure. But go ahead to your point. Your right, point.
1: I, I think Drew Brees is staying, but um, my thing is right now. When Drew Brees got injured, Teddy Bridgewater came in and light up the sky. they would be like, you know what? I'm I'll be the future of this team. I can do it. But that shit can change with weapons quick. Like, honestly, like they're I think they're kind of facing a situation where they went with, with Philly. How you know what I'm saying? Like how they had Nick Foles as the backup. He came in there and won the Super Bowl. I'm not saying New Orleans won the super bowl. Yeah. But you need a good premier backup. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need that steady backup that you know can come in there and win ball games for you. Like, with everything going on in New Orleans, I think Drew Brees is going to be on some Tom Brady shit. Like, nah, you need to ship Bridgewater out of here. I'm here for at least two more years. So.
0: Uh, well, that's the thing. Because, like, Drew Brees, you can save money. No, no, i out really because you're going to have to pay Teddy. Because he showed last year that he might not even want to stay there they're not trying to pay him. They're in the pickle when it comes to that aspect of it. Drew Brees can either stay or go. And they, they still in one now mode because they still got their players that they haven't had to pay yet. Like when Michael Thomas' next contract was coming up, they're gonna have to make a decision. So, look,
1: I think Michael Thomas is gonna get a contract. I don't think, I don't think they're gonna let him go.
0: Oh no, nah. yo, yeah, hell yeah, they're gonna let him go. I'm saying like far as the quarterback though, the quarterback is tough. Over there in uh, New Orleans, now, I don't really give a fuck
1: because I'm a Panthers fan. But like, I like honestly, I thought the Browns was gonna let Odell Beckham go because Odell they should.
0: They should because it's, you know, that's that's the problem. Like, you can't be like uh, the Saints where you know Michael Thomas is getting the ball. You can know Odell Beckham's getting the ball, but it's like maybe, maybe Baker Mayfield is just not all that good. You know? I mean, they need to just run the ball when they chug. They. Look, that that all like pre- Nick
1: Chubb, Nick Chubb was a first round draft pick. Like, why not let this boy get the ball? He was a beast when he was in Georgia, because he came from Georgia.
0: Like, well, why not
1: let this like Georgia had two star they had two starting running backs come out that year in the draft. Yeah, I mean, good, first, like you know what I'm saying? Like, why not let Nick Chubb get the ball? Like let this boy rock out.
0: Um, look, that's gonna turn into a Dallas Cowboys situation. You know what I'm saying? How Nick Chubb is basically should be the face of the damn, not franchise, but that offense. You need to run through him. And you got Kareem Hunt still. You forgot Kareem Hunt's a free agent. Why not? Why wouldn't he come to Denver
1: at all? Kareem Hunt. Let me tell you something. I like Kareem Hunt a lot. I too. I like Kareem Hunt a lot. Um, Kareem Hunt, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be what money he wants. It's, it's, it's gonna be money he, situation he's not gonna be
0: asking for that much bro he had that situation that happened with um, domestic violence situation I believe you know so
1: he, yeah but if you look at people that had domestic violence situations like in Denver which was not a lot
0: yeah,
1: um, them motherfuckers are gone like John Elway ain't keeping none of that shit man they, look the white <laughs> folks out there ain't playing that shit hey. like, they will bury your ass in the mountains in the snow and your ass being <laughs> eaten by deer and and buffalo and moose and shit like well moose they vegetarian but they ain't yeah, eating meat yeah. but you'll be eating by a whole bunch of shit by the time they find you but uh-huh. like like we can go scratch by scratch on every team like like there's rumors saying that the Dolphins might be in a trade for Dak Prescott like what like, I mean what? hell
0: you got Ryan Fitzpatrick you might as well look man the Dolphins on the low they had a, some, that was actually another a segment on my podcast I all watch out they were, like, a very good team this season, even toward the end. Like, they played so damn well. And I give it to that coach and Brian Flores, because that motherfucker over there, he wasn't playing no nonsense. He wanted to win, regardless. He didn't care. Because, they look, they got three first-round picks. Why Why wouldn't you want to go out there and ball anyway? Like, like, even if y'all played well, y'all still had two other picks.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Miami got three first-round picks
0: this year? Yeah, they do.
1: So, why not man, listen, even if they give up one pick, even if they give up one first round draft pick and give it to Dallas, like, hey, we'll give you first round for, for, for Dak. We'll give you one of our first rounds. Because the draft is so heavy this year. Like, um, they still gonna have two first round picks. Like, why not be, go there and do some supply and demand shit? Like, this year is very heavy in wide receivers. Like, this is a wide receiver draft. Like, crazy this year.
0: But, but wait, wait. I got one better for you. Why not, why not not get Dak, right? Why not get Amari Cooper with of Devontae Parker.
1: That's that's a match made to happen, but what you gonna do about the quarterback Amari Cooper is one of those that one of those wide receivers. He's tired of getting ditched around. He needs a long term deal somewhere. Miami he wants to win. He wants to win. Like Amari Cooper wants to win. Like people don't like all, all these players wanna win. They yeah. wanna get somewhere close where they have the opportunity to win. And I honestly don't think with like, yo, Dallas got too much drama going on. Like, they signed mad defensive players throughout the year to a couple extra extension, extended contracts. Mm-hmm. And then right now, they're lucky because their offensive line is so young because they picked up so many offensive linemen that was rookies a couple years back. Next year, they're, they're going to have three people on the line that need contracts next year after next season. They're going to need three people. Oh, on that line in these contracts. Well, I'm what keeping the
0: hell all of I... them. I'm keeping all of them. I mean, that's, 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 look, that's why. But
1: how, how are you going to pay them if you, if apparently you're trying to give Dak the house? Dak is like, not I... getting
0: that, but that's why I'm saying Dak is not getting that money, bro. Like, he, he that's what I was saying before. That's why I want to talk about this because it's so interesting. Like, there's such a, they're in a problem. They have to pay Amari, Byron Jones. They have to pay their lineman, right? They just pay Zeke. And now Dak's asking for 40 mil. Listen, at the end of the day Dak Prescott is not getting paid that 40 mil. If he does, then Jerry Jones you're fucking up. And I know you know you don't really want to do that. You might as well just get one of these quarterbacks for one year if you can. If you can find a way to get uh, Teddy Bridgewater a lower deal. If you can find a way to work it out because look, at the end of the day he's not going to let Zeke just get 15 carries a game and call it a day. Like he's going to want that office to be ran through him. He just put a bag on him. So look man Put your money into that offensive line like you've been doing. Don't fuck it up. Cause that O line is great. You know what I'm saying? You got Travis Frederick who just came back this year off that um situation he had. Lyle Collins, you paid not too long ago. You got Tyron Smith that you're gonna have to pay. And you got the uh, I believe, I want to say the right guard or the left. No, not the left right guard. That's a uh, that's uh Lyle Collins. You might have to pay Travis and you might have to pay that left guard. So look. Dallas they need to just stick with the program run the ball if Dallas
1: if Dallas if Dallas give Dak Prescott 40 million guess what I will go I will honestly next football season I will say I will yo I'll fucking bash the Cowboys because this year let me tell you this year I don't even think people people like, oh, well, Dak deserved the money. You see the year he had Dak. No, you don't. He
0: didn't. He didn't deserve it. Hold on.
1: Hold on. Let me tell you something. You know what he did? He opened the market up for himself. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do what I can. Like, honestly, don't be surprised if you see Cowboys make, like, a two-quarterback move. Like, don't even. I'll give you a prime example. Like. So let's say if they go after Teddy Bridgewater, let's just say they okay. can get Teddy Bridgewater for half the money. They could give him a three mil a three mil contract for seventy-five million dollars and give him like thirty-six guaranteed. Okay. You're you're saving, let's say, eighty mil from not having Dak. What's with what a quarterback that can go out there and get it done. Yeah. Give Amari Cooper some money and bring in Marcus Mariota as a backup.
0: That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. They might they might fuck around and even try to get uh What's the name of rookie quarterback this year in the draft Like Jalen Hurts I feel like Jalen Hurts is underrated When it comes to the draft because they got this man Falling to the second I honestly think he won't get picked up In the first late first if anything Um, If he If he drops past the Cowboy don't be surprised They pick him up or the Cowboy
1: J- Jalen Jalen Hurts is very Very underrated um, Jalen Hurts can ball but What system do you put him in
0: Um, There is no system you got Zeke Run the ball play action that's what Jalen Hurst does very well. You can do it. And look, Zeke, he can, he's a ton of running back. He can run out of either formation, whether it's the shotgun. boy, anyway, he's like lining up. And that's the because Zeke,
1: Zeke knows how to run between the tackles. So a quarterback, I mean, a running back like that, that can run between the tackles, they, they can do anything, really. Exactly. Like, like in Denver, right? Like um, Royce Freeman, garbage through the tackles. Right? Garbage through the tackles. <laughs> like he can't run through the tackles. It is what it is. Maybe Philip that good. Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsey. No, nah, our line is really not that good. But Philip Lindsay, what about somebody that's twenty five pounds lighter than fucking Roy Jones? I mean the Royce Freeman. Well that yo, Philip Lindsay is probably one of the best run between the tackle running backs.
0: No. By far. No, no. I'm not gonna keep you don't me, think so? Christian McCaffrey. Leonard Fournette. I said
1: one of the best. Oh, okay, I didn't say all the right. Best.
0: I said all one right. of the best. <laughs> like, right.
1: let me let me tell you something. I guarantee you, I put any money on this shit. You put, I think if you put, fucking, um, you put Philip Lindsay behind the Dallas Cowboys line, he'll have a two thousand yard rushing season. No bullshit.
0: Two thousand. I mean, Zeke ain't do it yet, so I don't believe that. Zeke,
1: Zeke, Zeke was close.
0: Yeah, but he didn't do it though. I mean, is but Zeke Zeke Zeke's,
1: Zeke's not as fast as Philip Lindsay though.
0: That's debatable too. I mean, well, that's that may be true because Zeke put on some Zeke,
1: weight. Zeke Zeke Zeke's not as fast. Zeke's not as fast as Philip Lindsay. Like their agility is maybe quite the same. The only thing is Zeke can hurt over motherfuckers because he ran track. So like Philip Lindsey, he's gonna beat you with a speed. That's what he's known for. Like he's very patient. Like he'll take one, two steps. I and he's see him. Gone. I like his like
0: style. I do like it.
1: He's not like he. He's not gonna have a lot of like, and he's not afraid to get hit. He's not afraid to run through the tackle. Like he, his yo, his elusiveness is crazy. Like, and he's small. He's short. He's fucking five nine. Like he's fucking small. So and he's,
0: <laughs> he's two hundred pounds
1: soaking wet.
0: So that look, man. So that that answers look, this answers both of your questions. Actually, well, not even your questions. Ryan Raheem Mostert, that man is five I think five ten no he's 5 180. and you see what he was doing behind the San Francisco line yeah. what does that tell you about y'all then like, your offense and I think we came to a conclusion on this
1: they have a they have a way better line I'm I understand San that bro. offensive they're, they're, they have a way better line
0: but I mean, what about y'all though I'm saying like
1: our line our line is great our line is like a C plus like I'm not even gonna lie to you why not they have a c we need to invest in it That's what I'm saying I know we need to invest in it But we got so much money on Jawan James Little punk ass That didn't even play <laughs> Then Like it, it all depends on the draft Like there's like maybe Three linemen in the draft That's worthy of getting it
0: Do you, um, you, you have names Or you I mean You're just going off the top I know
1: I know the kid from Georgia He's like The number one Like the kid from Georgia There's another kid from um, Makai Becton.
0: Makai Becton Look at him Look him up bro
1: Somebody else told me about Makab My- Someone else told me that shit. They was just like, yo, look at this kid blocked. Like he I'm got talking. good feet. Like ev- I think that's what I think if we get one I mean, we we have everything between coaching. We have a lot of key players. Um I, I think it's gonna be based on execution, personally. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be based on execution shit. Like I think Pat like everybody's bothering me for this Pat Sherman shit. But I think Pat <laughs> Sherman's gonna um I think Pat Sherman's going to surprise people this year with Drew Locke and and what we have, like you know what I'm saying, like, like, what am I looking for to say? Like I I don't want to, I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to overdo it, what I'm going to say about this. But look, Cortland man. Sutton, I think, <laughs> is like a. Um, don't say it. No, say I'm going to say it. I don't give a fuck. Don't say it. I think Cortland Sutton and a lot of people can challenge me on it some people might agree with me some people might not um, but my Cortland Sutton is, he's he's progressing into a Mike Thomas like nah, the this is the
0: end of the only right podcast which
1: <laughs> uh, but, but look at look at the way Cortland Sutton and Mike Thomas nah. look, like their play style is no. their style is similar
0: no it's not bro stop it yo
1: but Mike Thomas is faster than Cortland Sutton Cortland Sutton ain't that fast yo you... his size his size and his ability to jump will beat you have you seen the catches that
0: this nigga's caught this year? Bruh, dude, come on, have man. You,
1: have you seen the catches yes, that this I've nigga's seen, caught? I've
0: seen, I year? had an amazing year. Yes, I did. But I could also. I said
1: progressing. I didn't say he was like, I said he's I know, progressing. I know, into I know, I know. I know but but that's, a,
0: that's, that's like saying that. D, you had a better look. I had. A, I have a better shot of saying DJ Moore's progressing into Steve Smith. Because the man runs like a running back and plays like it has strong ass hands. He's fast, like he like like Steve Smith. You can't say that about Courtless son progressing to Michael Thomas. Why? Because Michael Thomas is he you is it's safe to say that he is one of the best receivers of all time. Man. Like I don't think
1: has that <laughs> No, listen, yo, Pete, yo, he's progressing into something like Mike Thomas. That's what I said. I wouldn't put him under the same level, like as far as tier wise. I know,
0: but, man. But you said progressing too. That means that's the ceiling, right?
1: Yeah, I think okay. he's gonna be something towards how Mike Thomas is, like with okay. the way he catches certain balls, like because Mike Thomas is another one. He catches some crazy shit that people don't see. Like you'd be like, "What the fuck was that?"
0: That motherfucker like, he, built like a sub He's built like a power forward, bro. I mean,
1: like he he's built big, and the same thing with like. Like the biggest I think one of the biggest receivers Like build wise Would be yeah. uh, D.K. Metcalf Yeah, D.K. He is. Metcalf is huge
0: Yeah But like, A.J. Brown had a better You see A.J. Brown though
1: Some As fantasy. a rookie Rookie <sighs> Balling He's a baller the man, That boy is oh, a baller like, I was people, so mad,
0: yo, Passed up on him man
1: A lot of teams pass up on A.J. Brown A lot of people yeah, t- passed up on him Yo he is so like Like what the fuck like, like this kid is the truth
0: Who 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 did we draft this year in the first round? I can't even fucking remember who we drafted. That's sad. Oh my bad, we drafted um Brian Burns and he's not bad. But if you ask me, I'd rather have had if we were look if this man David Tepper had plans on letting go of Ron Rivera. I mean, you should have got somebody like what do you what do you think
1: about that Ron Rivera to the uh, Redskins?
0: Man, fuck him. I feel like at the end of the day, Ron Rivera he he was stubborn. He, he he came out in his interviews after he got fired. I'll give him kudos for this. He he said that basically he was put in a handcuffed position on game days. He wasn't able to pick his uh, forty-eight. I forgot. I mean, forty-eight man roster or some shit like that on game. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. No, that's that's the main roster. You can't have all fifty-three on game day. Game day only people, certain people can dress.
1: I think it's forty-nine on game day. Yeah, 48, sure. yeah, 49, Right. So yeah. he couldn't pick that. He couldn't.
0: He never was able to pick the um the game day roster. He was restricted in that. They never gave him help like far as like the, the players that he was asking for he didn't get. Like, if you didn't, if you didn't pay attention, right? They, they went out and got Dante Moncrief when you got Curtis Samuel, Chris Hogan and DJ fucking Moore. And, and, um, the the Bulls on the bench who we didn't use until the last game of the season so that was not needed we went out and picked up Mike Davis who was a previous running back for Seattle in the middle of the season I'm like so with all these players out there even with who got traded again um, somebody got traded in the middle of the season that was a good ass trade even Emmanuel Sanders we was talking about trading for him like if gonna... Emmanuel
1: Sanders would have been good for y'all. Just, oh. to, just to just to add something for Christian McCaffrey, to exactly, to take a workload off of him. Because Emmanuel Sanders, people don't realize this shit. Emmanuel Sanders is still a problem to worry about. Man, like they think because he's thirty-two years old, like he ain't gonna go out there and ball. Like yo, his work ethic is like at a million. Well, that's you know the thing what I'm
0: about speed receivers. He's a speed receiver. I will say he he's a nice route runner. though no, like even with Larry Fitzgerald, he wasn't that fast, but he was an elite route runner. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, I would say, is an elite route runner, and he's still fast. So that, that look at that again, he's he's like around the same age, a little bit older than um what's his name, Uh Emmanuel Sanders, and he's still fast. So. I mean, that, mm-hmm. those, that part of the game doesn't leave you. It's more so the physicality that might leave you as you
1: get older. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, but Emmanuel Sanders, he's never been that physical. Even when he was with the Steelers, he, he wasn't even that physical exactly. before. Exactly. So, so he, that's it. not part of his type of game. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I'm not, saying? He's one of those people that can just beat you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And hes he, he knows how to run routes. Like, the one thing about Emmanuel Sanders, he's very precise on running the route the way it is. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he... Yeah, he knows how to run routes. That's the problem with a lot of the the rookies that's gonna be coming in this year. A lot of them are not key route runners. Like because in college they give these kids like these out and ups or just do a fucking fly and swerve around them type shit. A lot of the lot of these receivers are gonna have problems. That's coming, you know, coming from the draft this year as far as extreme route running. There's only a, a quite a handful of them that can really run like extreme routes. Like the wide receivers from LSU, both of them boys is coming out. Oh in the first yeah, round.
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. They both coming out in the first round. Uh, the wide receiver from Alabama, he's coming out in first round.
0: Like oh, Judy, I love Judy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like Judy, Judy's. Going going to top top. Yeah, top ten. He's definitely going in the top ten. Anybody let me tell you something. We're at number fifteen.
0: Y'all could trade up. I,
1: I, <laughs> no, we're not gonna trade up. Nah, fuck that. I'm
0: you wouldn't up, trade I'm up speaking. for Judy? You wouldn't trade no. up for Judy. No. no. For fifteen? Who that's what I'm saying. So who would who would you who do you all right? So who do you feel like y'all need to be at fifteen? I don't even
1: think I don't even think we're I, I honestly don't even think we're gonna go up. Uh, honestly, I think honestly, who I would love to see drop to us, which that nigga going to be gone and probably the top five, is um, I would take another linebacker personally. Um oh, okay. He
0: going to be there if you're looking for a linebacker to go, um, I forget his name.
1: Not Simmons. Simmons ain't. Gonna yeah, be Simmons.
0: Be there. Simmons not going to be there. You don't think
1: Simmons he at fifteen? No way. I don't I think, think he's going to be at fifteen. I, I don't think if Isaiah Simmons is at fifteen, yo, I'll fucking. Call my boy up and be like, Yo, listen, can you put a bug in somebody's ear over at the draft? And get Isaiah Simmons? Like Isaiah Simmons with Vic Fangio and Ed Donatel and the type of defense that they run, yeah. Like, and he's yo, this type, the, the type of line, and he's 6'4.
0: So he's a so he's a um Anthony Barr ass dude. He 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 just he. He's not going to be that well. He could possibly be somebody like Tremont Evans, Tremont Edmonds. Yeah, I'm my here. Fault, my
1: fault. Um, somebody trying yeah. to call me. Isaiah Simmons. I think like there's not a lot of six four linebackers that can move. Like this kid can fucking move from left to right. Like he can he can bounce all over the field. Like that's what you want, backer. Like. He's he's like two, I think he's 215, 218 some shit like that. He's a little underweight. I mean, put some
0: weight on. He gonna put on. He gonna put on
1: weight, like two thirty five, like, and he can still mm-hmm. run the way he runs. Yo, let me tell you something. Yeah. Simmons dropped to fifteen, which I don't think he will. Um, yeah, man, I'll be happy as fuck. But you know what? <laughs> no, like real talk, I'll be fucking yeah, I would be happy as fuck. Like the Jets, I think they're gonna get the I think they're gonna get um the kid from Georgia. I think the Jets are gonna take him up on a line. Either the Jets or the Giants. They both need a lineman. And Yeah. You know,
0: who's number one? Uh, you know they again, Joe Burrow. That's Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh yeah, Cincinnati's gonna go with Joe Burrow. I wanna trade up to get him because we're number five. I mean, we're number six. And the person I will really want is Joe Isaiah Burrow. Isaiah
1: Simmons might drop to y'all.
0: Man, I don't want Isaiah Simmons, bro. Your like defense ain't I,
1: that young no more.
0: Bro, I don't listen, I don't care. Let me tell you why. It starts in the trenches, okay? Now and y'all
1: just lost the y'all just lost the leader of y'all defense and Luke Heekly retired.
0: Bro, I get it, man. Listen, stop hurting me here. I get it. But the thing is this, man, Isaiah Simmons, no. I don't I'm not saying he trash, but at six, bro, if Derek Brown I want Derek Brown from Auburn, bro. That's who I want. If I don't get Derrick... listen, you got six picks
1: chance that Derrick Brown might fall to like, I hear people talking Derrick Brown falling to the end of the first round, maybe beginning of second. He Man. might not even be a first day. If he's not a first day, somebody's going to pick his ass up in the second round.
0: That's dumb as hell, though. That don't make no sense because, bro, Derrick Brown, bro, do you see, did you, do you know who he is?
1: Derrick, I'm just Brown, saying. Is Aub- Derrick Brown is Auburn right now. Like,
0: Bro, that's is- what I'm saying. He's the Auburn defense. Him, listen, here's, here's how my picks will go, right? Which I was going to do a segment for, but I'm gonna still do it, right? Because it can always change. Derrick Brown, number one. Jalen Hurts and Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma, number two. And right from there, we need to go all offensive linemen. Uh, the, uh, the lineman from what's his name? I think he's from uh Wisconsin. Um, that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The lineman from Wisconsin, he's huge. uh,
0: The Makai Becton. I mean, look, I'll be cool with Makai Becton at number one. I'm. I'm not even look. Makai Becton or Derek Brown. If you ain't getting Joe Burrow, I better get one of those two, because I don't. I don't need no more flashy. I don't need a receiver. I don't need a tight end. The tight. The only tight end in this draft I'll be willing to get is the guy from LSU. The tight end from LSU. That's the, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's yeah, the
0: yeah. only one I'll be willing to get. He's not getting picked up to like the fourth, fifth, sixth round. So, look, man. Look, he, I think I think he'll go
1: in the third. I think I think he'll go third round.
0: They'll still be defensive. Well, it's, you got to think about it like this. Not too many teams need tight ends, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you look, if you look at it from each division in the conference, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just name a couple. Just just a couple, right? And plus, look, even I wouldn't even want him because Hunter Henry's a free agent, too. I would love to pick him up. Eric Ebron's a free agent. Austin Hooper from Atlanta's a free agent.
1: Yo, let I me mean, tell you something. Ebron's going to get some money somewhere.
0: Yes, he will. And I hope we pay him. I hope we do because we just let go of Greg Olson. And it looks like he's going I to Buffalo, Seattle. I think, Ebron,
1: I, think Ebron, I think Ebron will fit good in your system. Yes, but sir. if he goes to Seattle, that's a problem because that means that, guess what? Russell Wilson will be back in the playoffs next year.
0: Oh yeah, for some, listen. Russell just need another weapon. He'll be fine.
1: He need one more weapon. I think that's what it is. I think he needs one more weapon, and I think Tyler, like he needs one more weapon. And I think and I think they need a corner. I, I think, think they, they need a corner, I think right. so too. I think they need a little help on that side, just in the DB side. I think if they get a corner and another threat for him to throw to, I think it's you know shit lights out. Right, I think it's going to be some problems. Like, you know,
0: like I think they'll yeah. go 13-3, 14-2. Whoa. Stop yeah. Man, You Yeah. I hope they play y'all. Y'all one of those L's. They, they, them, you know
1: what? Yo. I, let me pull up. I'll show you. You know what? I'll tell you something. I'll pull up our schedule. It's not in order. You can
0: look it up right now. You can look yeah. it up. It won't kick you out.
1: No, I know. Right. Uh
0: yeah man like it's just
1: our schedule let me tell you something our schedule looks really healthy for us right now i'm like oh man this schedule look easy as shit yeah, well, um
0: yeah got division the only team you gotta worry about really is kansas city i mean that's it
1: all, all right so i can i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the teams that we play okay all right and it's not in no particular order this is just uh gotcha you. you know go ahead go ahead all right we got atlanta okay carolina uh-huh kansas city twice Mm-hmm. L A twice, New Orleans twice. We got the Buffalo Bills.
0: Man, you got, got New Orleans twice?
1: No, 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 no. Kansas City twice, Los Angeles Chargers twice, and uh, o- and
0: Oakland. You said, okay. Well, Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You said New Orleans. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: We play the Bills. We play Miami. We play New Orleans. We play Tampa. We're playing uh, New England again. Mm-hmm. We got the Jets, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee.
0: I count seven L's on your record right now.
1: Seven L's on the record? And yeah. don't include fucking Carolina?
0: No, it didn't. I didn't year. even count that because I told you, I want every loss to be, I don't want us to win next year. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I count seven L's and I count, I got two against Kansas City, one against New Orleans, um, one against New England, one against um, Pittsburgh, one against uh, Tampa, because their defenses are. Isn't that seven?
1: I think it's five. That's five? What? You said New Orleans, Tampa, Kansas City twice, four, and New England, five. New England. And Pittsburgh,
0: six. Pittsburgh, six. Okay, that's six. So I got six L's on you all record right now. I say Tampa could be. And you know, the funny thing
1: is, we beat Tennessee this year.
0: I didn't count Tennessee. That's, that's no, I know.
1: We played Tennessee next year, but we beat them, which was We beat them, too. <laughs> So, like, honestly, I don't see us losing against Kansas City twice next year.
0: You don't see that, bro? Come yeah, on, we, I don't see it happening twice. You were, a year. Man, But I get it. Like, come on, man.
1: Like Atlanta's scrub, we're gonna beat them. Carolina, yeah. we're gonna beat Carolina, and I we play all at home. We play all at home. I hope Kansas so. City, we might. Kansas City, the first game that we play Kansas City is uh is home. So I think they need to open up. And, and take Kansas City out I think we'll win the home one but lose the, the away one the Chargers I think we're going to lose one against the Chargers depending on what the quarterback situation is um, Buffalo I actually got a oh yeah that was Buffalo. the
0: seventh that was the seventh yeah Buffalo with the seventh loss so Buffalo, about seven. Buffalo yeah.
1: I think we'll take an L um, Miami I'm 50-50 depending on where we are in the season New uh, New Orleans they're playing us at home i don't see us losing at home in new orleans oh,
0: well, I because played. they
1: play they play in the dome no niggas ain't nigga that's probably gonna be like a november game like so it's, it's cold you know, you
0: think it might be cold or so.
1: yeah it's gonna be, right, new orleans don't play good in the cold like those teams that play in the dome do not play good in cold weather they don't i think we'll take a i think we'll take a w over there um Tampa is home. They ain't coming to Denver thinking that shit's sweet.
0: Bro, that defense is nice. That defense travels, bro. I don't no, know. they
1: they they travel, but Oh, we didn't talk we about
0: Jameis either, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: But um Tampa Bay coming into Denver to play in the cold. I don't think it's happening. Um, like I said, we might take one loss to LA. We go to New England. I can't believe it. So that. We go to New England. We play New England. So
0: Y'all hear this shit, America? Wait, wait. Can,
1: yo, America, y'all can hear all the shit. <laughs> New England, if Tom if Tom Brady's there, we might take a L. Um, if Tom Brady ain't in New England, which he said he's not going nowhere in the Hulu commercial, which I believe he ain't going nowhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, New England, it depends on what the honestly it depends on a lot of situations because their defense is gonna be trash
0: next who, year. Who defense? In New England. I disagree. Go ahead. New Good. England's
1: defense is gonna be trash. We played the Jets. The last time we played the Jets two years ago, we fucking lost. And I was at that damn game, pissed off. Mm. Uh, but the Jets, I don't know. Like I it's it's fifty-fifty, believe it or not. I think the Jets actually might be a problem, believe it or not, their defense. Tennessee. Yeah,
0: go on, I don't
1: yeah. think I don't think we're gonna beat Tennessee next year, even though we beat them this year. Pittsburgh.
0: Uh, it depends what Big them, Ben me, Yeah,
1: Yeah, it depends on what, what, what the situation is with Big Ben. Yeah. But we play them in their house, so we might take an L there. Mm-hmm. And we might we might lose one to the Raiders. So I mean twelve and four? Eleven and five? That's why I said eleven and five, nine and seven the worst, eleven and five the best. I mean, possibly yeah,
0: twelve yeah. and four. Yeah. i um, see you going nine to seven. Yeah, I might sneak one out against Kansas City, but other than that. Even if you know what, y'all probably could go 10 and six just because, like, like you said, you feel like y'all gonna beat Tampa, you feel like y'all gonna beat New Orleans. So uh, that's very optimistic, Chris. I gotta say, I'm, I'm saying yeah.
1: nine and seven, the worst, nine and seven, the worst, uh, 11 and five, the best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's at best. And, and 11 to five in the AFC might only get us a fucking wild card, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you got Buffalo. Buffalo ain't gonna went out in their division, but they right there with New England. They almost beat New England out. So Buffalo
0: got a good defense, though. You know? And show Yeah, Buffalo there.
1: defense. Buffalo's defense is good. You know what I'm saying? The quarterback, he stepped up major.
0: Yeah, Josh Allen, yeah, he did get better. I ain't gonna lie. I was calling him Stiff for Brains last year.
1: Let me tell you something. I, I I told everyone Josh Allen is probably like he I think Josh Allen was the pick in that draft, personally. What? I think Josh Allen was the pick in that drive.
0: Was this his second year?
1: Yeah. This so was he his second came, year.
0: He came out with
1: Baker Mayfield.
0: Baker Mayfield, right?
1: He came out, came out with he he came out with um. Damn, what's that fucking kid? Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. He came out with um.
0: I can't believe DJ Moore. I think I want to say DJ Moore.
1: I think he came out with DJ Moore. Um,
0: he, he came
1: oh, out with
0: a couple or did he come out on. with C-Mac I don't remember I don't I don't think I don't know but nah cause C-Mac was there before before DJ Moore cause they had Devin Funches and some other dude no I don't even know bro I, I can't even fucking you threw that at me I don't even know but I gotta look that up but man listen At the end of the day, Denver Broncos is trash, and we're going to see y'all next season.
1: Okay. He came out with Sam Darnold. (laughs) Okay. He came out, Josh Allen came out with Sam Darnold. He came out with Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. And Josh Rosen.
0: Oh, you're talking about
1: quarterback-wise. Yeah, as far as quarterback-wise. In that class, that's what I'm saying, in that class two years ago, he was the better quarterback. And I knew he was the better quarterback. Like, I think honestly, I think between him and Josh Rosen was the better quarterbacks in that draft. Josh Rosen just reminds me too much of Eli. I don't know why.
0: Josh Rosen reminds me of Jay Cutler. I don't, I don't. That's not a good. That's not a compliment.
1: Now, oh, oh, hold on. Before you say Jay Cutler, you talking about Denver Bronco Jay Cutler or Chicago Bears Jay?
0: Cutler. I'm talking about all kind of Jay Cutlers because according, <laughs> according, to, according to no Stephen way, Smith, nah, yo, according to Stephen A. Smith. I mean, he has he talked to a couple players and or whoever in the locker room, and uh, they was they was saying some shit. Even Brandon Marshall was saying some shit about him, like saying he's a terrible leader and all this shit. Like he's just not a good he's not a good quarter.
1: <sighs> like was... honestly, he when he played with Denver because we drafted him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, he played with Denver, we kept him for four years. Two I out of the four why. years with two because he was on a rookie contract.
0: Well, yeah. So you, that's, yeah.
1: Okay. You take advantage of the contract. Yeah. That's two true. out of the four years that he was with us, we went to the playoffs. So. The defense
0: though—that's the question. Who was y'all running back? Y'all had Clinton Porters didn't
1: you? Well, at that time, yeah, we had Clinton Porters Um, we had no Sean Marino coming after last year. He was there with us, but um.
0: Yeah. So had, y'all had, had, had other players two. surrounding Jay Cutler. Okay, I got you. We so had Demarius
1: will. Thomas We had oh, fucking
0: a young uh, Demarius Thomas at that Excuse me yeah. Go ahead You're making my point But I appreciate it No no
1: no no <laughs> I know what you're saying But um <laughs> Jake but he went to the playoffs The last two years Of yeah, his contract yeah. with us The only reason it didn't work out And I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened When what happened? The reason it didn't work out Because he's bullheaded Like he's a bullheaded motherfucker But um So he Aaron Rodgers without but, talent. What the talent What's the Yeah but okay. Who who's the offensive coordinator for New England again?
0: Um, Josh. Well, it was Josh McDaniels. I don't, I don't know if he got well, hired. For him, well, but.
1: Josh McDaniels came over to Denver. He yeah, you got, y'all got some like, Tebow. We picked him up, and Josh Daniels came over and worked. It didn't work out between him and Cutler because he wanted Cutler to change his ways, and Cutler was like, "No, nah, I'm out." And that's when Chicago gave him that big ass contract. And yeah, they, shit didn't fun work fun. out with Josh McDaniels with us. Josh McDaniels lasted one year, and went back to New England. So
0: he wasn't ready. That's all that was. We wanna no, see. He
1: was, he was young. Like this year, I, I think Josh McDaniels is still in New England. That shit's mm-hmm. gonna be based upon a lot because Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady's relationship is really good compared to um Belichick and fucking Brady's relationship. So I don't <clears throat> think well, Josh don't Daniels is think... going anywhere personally. Yeah. I think when Belichick, when it's time for Belichick to hang up the rings, I think Josh McDaniels is taking over there. I think that's where it's going cuz look what happened last year. He was supposed to be in Miami and look what happened. He was like
0: Well, nah. he, he he did that himself. He he had the interview, had the job and then turned around and said I don't I don't want this but shit. But you know
1: why though, right? You know I don't why. know why. Because the owner of New England was like, "Listen, stay here for another 2 years and this is yours permanently." You know what I'm saying? We'll give you that, you know what I'm saying, good contract to stay here in New England. And that's what's going to happen. I think this season coming up might be Belichick's last year. So you think they're going to fire Belichick? Yeah, Belichick time might be gone. I think, the, you know what's going to happen? Bel- Belichick, Bill Belichick's going to get fucking fired, and then you know what's going to happen? Adam Gates is going to get fired, and fucking Bill Belichick's going to coach the Jets.
0: If that happened, you know how I used Jets say Bill
1: Belichick started <laughs> off with the Jets when he first came into the league. I couldn't
0: start off with Cleveland.
1: No, Cleveland then went to the Jets, sorry, you're right Yeah, 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 okay But my, like, I see that happening Like, Adam Gase ain't gonna survive after this year I think Adam Gase is gone Let me tell you, Adam Gase is gone Bill Belichick might be gone after next year And don't be surprised If the Jets offer him the fucking The kingdom to New York And Bill Belichick could go over there with Sam Darnold Develop him correctly Like, Mm -hmm. that's what, I, I got a feeling He's gonna come to the East Coast, like it's not too many coaching spots left that you're gonna see like that's gonna open up too much. Like the Rams coach, he's staying there forever. Um, Ron Rivera, he's gonna be in Washington for maybe four to five years, depending on yeah. where they go. Uh, Tennessee's coach, he's gonna stay there. Uh, mm-hmm. Denver's Denver's Vic Vangio, he signed a four-year deal, so he's there for another three. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, like the, is the, yo, let me tell you something. I forgot all about this shit And this podcast has went on so long I have to yeah, talk dude. about this I gotta, I gotta talk about this real quick Because it's like we're doing some ESPN shit right now
0: Yeah, yeah, no commercials, all yeah, free
1: No commercials, all free Y'all ain't got to hear about nobody dental work and shit um, Yeah <laughs> This is what I forgot to talk about Let's go back to Dallas really quick Because this is like The whole situation I just thought about this shit. Dak Prescott might be go bye bye, because Mike McCarthy is now the head coach. I just remember that.
0: Okay. And um, I heard, yeah, I should have brought that up. That's my fault. Okay. Mike, okay.
1: Mike McCarthy. I'm gonna tell you something. Mike McCarthy is not a fan of how the way Dak Prescott plays.
0: He, you don't think so?
1: I don't think so, man. I I, I don't think so. Like, all right.
0: what get what, what makes you say that though? Like. I, what makes you
1: listen I, I don't think that he he likes a more throwing quarterback Dak
0: can throw the ball man
1: Dak can throw the ball but when he got them goddamn spotlights on him he you know I don't know Dak <clears throat> that, that don't show up like everybody thinks he do so I mean just don't be surprised if Miami do chase him like don't be surprised if. so that moves.
0: might actually be some shit that might happen not like you know we just taking the gander and actually like, might go down
1: like we got honestly, the money for I, I, I look I, I have a little inside scoop I, I'm gonna tell you okay. something I, I, the NFL don't even know this fucking shit yeah okay this is I'm telling you this is real talk
0: I'm listening I'm listening I'm listening
1: uh, I'm gonna tell you something uh a buddy of mine's his um a buddy of mine's his nephew played right. with um he played with Mariota in college Okay, my friend's nephew, he played with him in college or whatever, and the one place he said he wanted to play, Mariota, he said he wanted to play in Miami. And mm-hmm. like I said, my my boy's nephew, he still talks to him and shit like that. And huh? he's just like, listen, I, I really want to go to Miami. He's just like, I love it out there. And I think that if Miami don't chase for him, Miami might chase for Mariota. You know what i'm saying like he might take a he might take a stupid low contract to go to miami and that's probably what he needs he needs probably a change of view he you know he's from hawaii he wants like some hawaii type weather so don't yeah. be surprised if miami might chase after mariota and give he might take a, he might take like a hometown discount like yo i'm close to hawaii like give me give me something
0: so let me let me ask you this. What do you think about Jared Goff? Since we since we talking about these these quarterbacks, what do you think of Jared Goff? Like he didn't really perform this year at all. He's highly overpaid based off his performance of this year, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, and some people may be like, "Oh, well, he's well, only one bad year."
1: Well, well the, well, the problem, the thing with Jared Goff is like, you got to have the right people behind him. That's what any quarterback. So it's what just you like mean?
0: he had the same shit he had the year before.
1: No, his offensive court, his offensive coordinator left.
0: Wait, this Sean McVay is basically
1: that monk. Sean dad. McVay does everything, but they do have an offensive coordinator in place, and he wasn't there. And the you wanna hear some funny shit. Two years ago, when they went to the Super Bowl, guess who the quarterback coach was? Pat Shermer. Nope. Mike Shula.
0: No, they didn't. Mike Shula was not the damn no, he
1: wasn't. Man. He he was the quarterback coach.
0: He wasn't him. even in the he wasn't even in the damn league, Chris. Mike
1: Shula been in the league? What are you talking about?
0: He took a break, He after we fired him, they went to the, yeah bro. that was like two, that was a year after Atlanta, right? They went to the Super Bowl against uh, New England, yeah. They, they he took a break, I he, think he got fired from us. I think he went back he to got college or high school. He, he
1: got fired from y'all, right? He got fired from y'all, took a break for one year, went back to college, right? Went Man. back to college for two years, no, went back to college for two years, Mm-hmm. fucking came back as the quarterback coach for him yeah. and yeah. then last year he was with the Giants and he only stayed a year with Pat Sherman because he went under Pat Sherman. and now they're both sitting in Denver so as far as quarterback whisperer wise like you need that shit somewhere and you know what I'm saying like that and the thing about it is the type of so at that time when they went to the Super Bowl didn't do shit against New England they were a defense-based team. And I was... Like, the LA? Rams. Yeah, LA. The Rams was killing shit on defense that year when they went to the Super Bowl. They they were the number one defensive team. And, like, these past couple of years, you're like, yo, defense is supposed to win championships. The last defensive team I seen win a championship was fucking Denver. So, I mean, that year, yo, like, yo, I was expecting Aaron Donald to go off against the Patriots. He ain't even touch time Brady. Like
0: they had that nigga trouble. Let me take you something by Aaron Donald. This is this is a sidebar? I'm tired of niggas saying he's he's like the best. Listen, stats don't really tell the whole story. And here's the thing: I'm not going to take none away from him. his pass rushing abilities. Is elite. He's like one of the best D tackles in this game. Is he the best? That's debatable. And here's why: because he is lazy against the run.
1: <clears throat> yep, very lazy.
0: If you don't, if you don't, he doesn't get there like right from the jump. He, he, like, gives up early as shit. You can watch him. He look, he just lackadaisical. He's very lazy and gets to run. So, he, he's definitely just a pass rusher. So,
1: I, think, I mean... I think, honestly, the best pass rusher in the league is Khalil Mack.
0: Hand in the dirt pass? Oh, you mean just regular outside linebacker and hand in the dirt don't matter?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, him going after the quarterback and him, you know, getting to where his assignment is, I think Khalil Mack's the best at it right now. I mean i mean if you think someone's better than him honestly like i i, I don't thinking, see it
0: i'm thinking i'm thinking bro because i khalil mac you know what I, i'll agree with you but here, here's why because like i think every every time i've seen this man play <laughs> he's in somebody's fucking face he's in I somebody's mean,
1: face he's, he's like time. always in somebody's face like the same thing with nick bosa this year like, Nick Bosa yeah. stayed in the quarterback's face this year, and he mm-hmm. was really close to getting on Mahomes a lot of times. And mm-hmm. he just missed that by like an arm. I think if his arms was like maybe an extra four inches, like he would have got Mahomes I like can't. shit ton. That,
0: that's a, that's a, <laughs> hey, if I, if I can grow four inches, man, I'd be fucking phenomenal. I wouldn't even be, man, I'll, I'll probably still have a podcast, but I'll be in a league somewhere four inches, man. Shit.
1: Well, with your size, you, you never went and tried out. Like Man, the, the Jets do open trials every fucking year. Like they do open trials no. to the public. Like you think I won't make a phone call for you? I can make a phone call for you.
0: But wait, I did call them. I called them. I called Baltimore, I called Carolina, and I called um the Giants when I was living in South Jersey. And and I called Philly. They all said that I need some kind of tape. So if I don't have any tape, not high school tape, but tape like semi pro football tape, and well, I never play,
1: play, do one year in semi pro, get your ass on a yeah, become a defensive end, and go out there and hit some shit. No. What's, what's the problem? The problem no. is you're out of shape.
0: No, and that that's the problem. But the, the for football shape, yeah. But the the the, the problem is this, like. I you need got, to you work. Got,
1: you got no endurance. You got all the strength of the word, but you ain't got no endurance.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'll be the first one to tell you. My my endurance is trash. I mean, people I play football with or used to, you know, when I was going up there a lot, they know. They know I can rush the pass. And they know that's my shit. I'll put, I, if I if I could have picked a position in the NFL, it would definitely either be fullback or outside linebacker pass rusher because I can cover as well, especially, like,
1: it's yeah, not hard I, I will play put play. you on the end
0: I'll put you on the fence oh well. yeah just put me just put me in, be, put me in that you know what Clay Matthews was years ago yep. like strictly a pass, that's all you gotta do give me that I'm gonna beat the, 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 the tackle every time and I'm just as strong as that motherfucker so if he wanna try to grip me up listen I have one of the best coaches in the world um He's not actually a coach, but you know, Chris on a on a on a on a podcast, I hear him. <laughs> you know, he got me into I am, football.
1: I, I am one of those. Uh, I'm those undercover, like whispering coaches. Like it's crazy. Like and about like, I give you a prime example of my son. Right, when he played football this year. He was out for three games with a spinal injury. My son, he had like a slip disc. He was out mm. for three games. Damn, yeah. And those and those three games, his team didn't score not one fucking point. So in the nine games he played this year, Mm. right? He played. Sorry, one, two, three. So, damn, what the hell? I can't count. So in the five games he's played this year, because they only had eight games. So in the five games he played, he was out for three. The five games he had nine touchdowns. Mm. Offensive MVP. Like, and this is Pop Warner. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is Pop Warner. He still. You're gonna play for
0: the Wildcats. I'm gonna play for them EO Wildcats. If they no, still around
1: no. I, I had them. playing for North, but the problem was to drive back and forth from Bevel to North every day. Bevel to North every day. The team that I had them on in North, the Stallions, they went undefeated and won a championship in their division. Man, so, it's, it's the Wildcats. Man, fuck. I ain't gonna say they fuck. Don't, they don't have Wildcats anymore. It's, it's Jaguars now. So it's hmm. little. It's little Jaguars now. They do shit this year. I'd
0: be called a little jaguar. Go ahead.
1: But uh, like I said, he was out for three games. Had nine touchdowns. He had six hundred and eighty-seven receiving yards. Wow, that's pretty good for Pop Warner. And and let me tell you something. He had nine touchdowns this year. You know how many the team had all season? Thirteen. And he had nine. <laughs> so what does that tell you? And it wasn't poor coaching. A lot of kids ain't have no heart because like in this in, in Belleville, for some reason in this town, you can't coach the way you want. Like they wanted me to coach. Like I coached my daughter's softball team this year, we won championship, whatever. Yeah. Like last year, no, sorry, two years ago, I was a conditioning coach for the program. So these kids, like, they're in a weight. They're in a weight division class. So in their division, skilled players can't be more than one forty five. So these mm. kids would be like one fifty one. On Sunday, like Monday, when practice first started, yeah. they need to take yeah. it down to 145 by Saturday for their game. They was two pounds under by the time I was done with them, because all yeah. I did was corrective military training from being in the military for so many years. Um, I basically gave them a smoking. Like you know, sometimes the parents be like, "Oh well, I think you are overworking them," but like your 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 kids a key player, and you're letting your kid eat fucking junk food at home. Like this comes from yeah. the house. Like yeah. your kid eating funk. You give your kid five dollars a day and have that nigga go to Wendy's and get a fucking four for four every fucking day after <laughs> practice. Oh yeah,
0: man. yeah, you're right. Ain't yeah. gonna
1: keep his weight where he needs to be. Like I need a player that can sit here and come on the field and commit. Like some of these kids don't want. Like the younger generation now don't want to commit. So yeah. it's like, like yo, commit to a diet. Like one kid, I was yo, I did his meal plan for a week. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm gonna give you a meal plan. I want you to stick to it. He was the running back. He yeah. stuck to the shit. And guess what? He was a pound and a half underweight. Came in. Came in the one game, scored three touchdowns. He was the running back for my, my son's team. Three touchdowns in one game. Couldn't nobody keep up with him. My son was the fastest on the team. He was the second fastest. And he came in. I race,
0: I'll race your son right now. At, I'll race your son right now at 290.
1: I don't even think you'll oh, keep up with him, to be honest with you. So I'm going to keep grim. it real with you. I'm 200 flat, and I can't even keep up with him right now. My son is running a 5 and a 40 right now. He's running five seconds in a 40 right now.
0: Man, look, look, is that no. the same when I beat it, man? Yeah. 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 Let, let's, we can race. We could definitely do that. Now, I mean, this just...
1: is what we talked about to Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning in the straight race. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs> nah, yo.
1: I'm telling you, he's running five flat at 14 right now. He's running look, that, five that's flat. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Even, and he's going into high school next year, his freshman year. Listen, all the time he got left to progress. And he's, yo, he's way lighter than you. My son's a buck 35. Like, okay, you know, okay. What I'm you got about a hundred and something pounds. Like you're not gonna keep look. Nah. Let me tell you, his his <laughs> where he will beat you at is a step. His launch is like my son's launch is so crazy cool. because I've been I'm telling you I've been working on his launch. So I got you to where you needed to be. So what are you saying? Wait,
0: like, hold on, wait a second. You ain't teaching me about no damn running. You told me about lifting and 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 um and uh what's the name?
1: And I used to teach you on your steps when you was on defense. Who taught you how to swim and chop to get to the quarterback? You That's what quarterback I'm saying. That, yeah,
0: technique, technique. But it was—I always had speed, and that—that that shit was just natural. But Don't where do it. you
1: think? But well, where do you think speed comes from? Getting off the line, it comes from technique, right?
0: Man, look, you didn't look. It bro. doesn't
1: come from technique, yes or no?
0: <laughs> it comes from technique. Does man, it doesn't yeah. come from
1: technique. Okay, learning how to get off that ground at the fucking first step.
0: The first step.
1: Your first step is why you killed everyone. When you were younger, your first step getting off that D line when I told you how to explode correctly, do certain moves, chops and swims, is getting off that it's getting off that first step. If you were fast to shit off that first step with the amount of power that you have and you know how to use it, this is a different situation. Like I'm teaching him how to learn how to use his power correctly, jumping off. So when I yeah. blow the whistle and him getting off and he's running a five flat, five one, five two and a forty at his age yeah. right now, not even in high school yet. Like he got a lot and he still got four years left to go to bring that time down. Like I told him, like yo, you're seeing in high school, like your time needs to be a four three four four. Like you know, what yeah, I'm saying?
0: Like, if he if he's, if he's gonna remain that light, definitely like he needs to be around that. Cause... Like the, the,
1: the most I've seen, the most I see him being is like one eighty five, one ninety at the end of his high school timing. I don't think he'll go to two hundred. He's just built very slim. Um, How tall is he, yo? Right now he's five seven
0: okay so 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 chris i'm gonna tell you what if i was 230 right at the time well at the time when i, I ran a force the fastest foot ever ran was a 479 when i was trying out for semi pro right i was 250 so he he needs to be around four 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 five. 4 5 you know what i'm saying like
1: you, that, yeah, that right but there, you're 50 pounds heavier than when you went out for semi-pro I
0: I know I'm forty pounds heavier now. I dropped pounds. Okay, okay, dropped the weight. But I did. I'm saying I did. But I'm you train, 8-0. you
1: condition to get yourself prepared for that. I'm constantly training him. You're that's not what doing, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you're not doing agility training right now. You think you're gonna run a four seven nine right now? Nigga? You're probably gonna be a five four.
0: Nah. Oh, that's disrespectful. That's no. Nah. I'm just telling know. you what
1: it is. When was the last time you've done sprints, calisthenic training, jump off training on the line? To I I
0: never, yo, I never, yo. Listen, I'm the only training I've ever did, Chris, was weight training because speed. I never worked on my speed because I didn't feel like I needed to because I was already fast and I didn't need um, speed to really like do anything because I already know my quickness is is elite. My fat, my speed is like average, and I'm saying For, for like you know if I'm gonna go in the league right now, like. I'm a fast dude. At 290, I don't know how fast I am. I just know that I'm my agility is is up there because that doesn't leave you. That's just that's for me being on the shorter side. You know, like yeah, like it doesn't
1: leave you, but if you don't use it, you lose it.
0: <laughs> man, we man, look, I, look, I, listen. You you can win this one because I've been out of uh, what's the name commission for a minute, and I'm only 26, but. It's okay. I, I listen. One of these days, like I said, I'm gonna pull up pull and up. Pull we are gonna go to the gym together. And I'm gonna show you what, what time it is. And I'm not gonna do no running because I smoke a lot. So that's the end of that. Well, but, listen,
1: I smoke a lot too, and I run a, like every morning. I get up at four in the morning. I go run a mile a day. So well, you like, got me on that. Like I like you got to remember, like being in the military and me leaving again. It's like. We're about the distance of it. So, like in the military, you ain't gotta be the fastest, but you gotta be able to last. <laughs> I like, will tell you, you what, your endurance got to.
0: Let me tell you something. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I beat you in though. My my endurance is good in. What you remember? You know, on Final Fantasy, when you press the square button to boost it, you stupid. I'm, in, I'm My endurance is good on that, but at, <laughs> you got button we, speed. Yeah, we we go we look man we we about to end this podcast we've been yeah, on here for sure. a minute yo yeah, sure, it, it's it's been great content for sure um listen yo y'all can definitely check us out on anchor spotify and apple podcasts and anywhere your podcast platform takes you it's been your host is only right and a special guest my uncle the football uh knowledgeable uh fella here chris We gonna be coming back with some more content for y'all pretty soon. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Watch out for my next segment. All right, man. Nice catching up with you.
1: Likewise. Take it easy, kid. All right, man. Later.
0: (laughs) Welcome back, people. This shit is too funny, man. Man, it was just reported by Ian Rappaport that my man Greg Olson, former Carolina Panthers tight end, a Carolina Panther great, Cam Newton's, I want to say, mentor next to Steve Smith, someone who's very important in Cam Newton's development, was released and officially released. This guy already has three meetings set up with three different teams. Now, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan or if you're a fan of football, if you follow the teams and the histories and stuff like that, you might know who I'm talking about without even me uh, mentioning the teams. If you understand what's been happening between the Carolina Panthers and certain teams in the NFL, especially with our coaches be when our when our Carolina Panthers coaches go to certain teams you can always expect that at least if somebody gets released from our squad they will always more than likely end up at those other teams where our previous coaches were now Greg Olson has an interview with the Buffalo Bills who I also call the Carolina Bills or the Buffalo Panthers, whatever way you want to call it. Why? Because Sean McDermott was our former defensive coordinator the year we went to the Super Bowl back in 2015 where we had that tremendous defense. Shout out to Sean McDermott. And he brought them boys to the playoffs this past season up there in Buffalo. So, yeah. And over the course of time since Sean McDermott has been in Buffalo, we've been swapping players back and forth like, you know. (laughs) like nobody's business second team the Washington Redskins now the Washington Redskins you, you guys must know why he has an interview there for one Jordan Reed is constantly injured with concussions or whatever the hell is bothering this guy Nine days, he might as well just go ahead and retire and make sure he's healthy kind of like Luke Kuechly but because Ron Rivera was our previous head coach And had been for the last nine seasons. Ron Rivera was picked up by the Washington Redskins as their head coach. And look, right on the money, right on time, when Greg Olson got released, he was given a shot by Riverboat Ron and the Washington Redskins. So, am I surprised? No. Am I disappointed? No. Because, look, man, at the end of the day, us the Carolina Panthers going through a rebuild and <clears throat> I really don't expect any of our really, really good players that we've had over the years to remain with us any longer. I expect some more players that actually get released and or traded and don't be surprised if you see Cam Newton dangling out there in free agency sometime soon. You know, it's the part of the business. But back to the story. Robin Varagame game Michael Washington. Do I think that Greg Olson will go there? I don't think so, not one bit. I don't think their offense is prepared. If I meet Greg Olson, I am going to a contender, someone where I can win right now, and I have to go through a rebuild, because if that was the case, I would just take low pay or lesser pay from the Carolina Panthers just to stay there, because clearly we're going through a rebuild. Yeah, we're going to try to win, but it really depends on what we do at the QB position. That would determine everything that we were trying to do going forward. But also, and the last team that Greg Olson had an interview with is the Seattle Seahawks. He's set to visit all three of these teams, Seattle, Buffalo, and Washington. If I'm Greg Olson, I'm looking at Seattle very, very closely. Why? Because they already had a quarterback in place. They've got a makeshift offensive line, but they've been fixing over the years. They're going to continue to fix that. I don't know if Marshawn Lynch is going to be there, but you do have three other running backs there. I believe you still have... um, Carson. You have... I believe... I want to say Turbin. I can't really be sure. And you got that... uh, The other kid over there. What's his name? Not Royce Freeman. Some other cat that they picked up last year. You have yourself... Wide receiver core to a degree. You have yourself the big mouth. I got an old Miss that wide receiver over there. DK Metcalf. You also have gold. Not Golden t- You also have Tyler Lockett over there. So yeah, you have a pretty good, a decent defense, like offense, and your defense is you know not too you know bad, but they're they're somewhere middle of the road. You got a decent team over there and a Super Bowl winning head coach. So. Look, you got a good foundation opening in Seattle. If I'm Greg Olson, I'm looking to go to Seattle. Why not Buffalo, Washington? Well, let's start with Buffalo. Simply because I don't trust Josh Allen. I know this year was, I want to say, his best year so far from being in the league. Yes, I believe he's only a third-year quarterback. Uh, but, at the same token, I just don't, I don't see enough out of Josh Allen. And right now in Greg Olson's career where I feel like, okay, yeah, we're gonna win. Yeah, that defense could definitely put us in position, but it's gonna be the same situation in Carolina. And you may be asking, well, you're comparing Carolina and Buff and all these teams, because like you have to understand if you're a former teammate, if you're a former player and you just left a team that had the same situation that you're going to, why even transition? You might as well just stay there or get paid. And granted, it was not I was out of his control. But on top of why he was released was probably because of the deeper side that Matt Rule is a player developer and they're looking to either get some players in the draft at his position, save some money on the cap to where we can spread those finances around the team. But back to Greg. Looking at Buffalo, they just don't, Josh Allen just doesn't, you know, pique my interest as a quarterback right now. If I, at Greg Olson's age, if I was a younger tight end, Greg Olson, and Greg Olson, he wouldn't be in the situation, but hypothetically speaking, and if I were going to go to Buffalo, that would probably be one of my targets, because I know that Josh Allen can scramble, I know that he can run with the ball, I know that he has a strong arm, I know he's accurate at times, I know he's been getting better over the course of time, quicker than most QBs, and, you know, coming into the league, and all he needs to be do, needs to be is surrounded with other weapons, because right now, in Buffalo, I can't even tell you the start receiver. I think it's... John Ross. <laughs> it might be John Ross. It could be... It could be. Uh, he's bubble fuck. I don't know. And that's a problem. Greg Olson, 30... What, 6? He can't be your main... Target on offense. Come on now. So I think Buffalo's out of the question. But... Once again, it's a business. You never know. He might get offered... Some outlandish amount of money... To produce... And if it's your last contract before you actually retire, go hit that booth. Then go ahead and take it. But let's transition over to Washington. Now, Washington, you got Dwayne Haskins, that quarterback, a second-year quarterback, who, in my opinion, has not shown me anything. And, you know, he has some weapons over there in McLaurin. And that other wide receiver that uh that got hurt in the middle of the season. And you also have a decent offensive line if you're able to retain Trent Williams, which I don't believe he'll end up staying there simply because when you fucking with somebody's money like that and their career as far as revolving around their health, that can be a definite icebreaker or a definite breaking point where I would end up leaving the team and go somewhere else. Take my talent somewhere else. Watch the defense. I want they're not they're not bad, but they're not good at all. I'll say that right off the jump. And I think it's going to be the same thing. Like, listen, when you bring a coach over there, you're looking to build your team. And like I said, if I'm Greg Olson, I'm not going to a team that's building. I want a team that's in win-now mode, like Seattle. They, They have some expiring contracts. They still have some contracts on board for the next few years. So they are in perfect position to win now. They still have their quarterback, which is important. They still have their running back, which is important. Their offensive line can always be fixed through free agency, and it can also be fixed during the draft. So, and you have a good receiver. You have a good wide receiver court. I was, look if I, if it's only those three teams, which I'm sure there would be more, and I'm sure Greg Olson will be contemplating if he's going to end up going into the booth, get them fat checks. Because he's already shown that he can... He's already demonstrated that he can be in the booth and do some color guy stuff, you know, for the games. So, I will look all... Take all that consideration. But if I'm going to come back to the league and play another year out of those three teams, Buffalo, Washington, or Seattle, I'm going to Seattle with Russell. And we're going to try to make things work there. But, you know, there's still more news to come. We got a lot to talk about. And this is just one of the news pieces that I want to bring to you guys, so make sure y'all stay tuned, and watch out for the next segment, be right back with y'all in a minute wait, 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 wait a minute, y'all listen, <clears throat> I wanted to hit on something real quick, now just when I was about to Upload this episode to y'all. That game happened in the NBA. And based off how this shit was, you know, talked about so much over this weekend, you got to know what game I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Trailblazers game against Utah. Now, that game, it was such a good game. It was like a playoff game for me looking at that. And two teams that can definitely go into the playoffs in the Western Conference. Knowing that the Western Conference is deep with teams. When you got teams like LA. You got teams like the Clippers. You got teams like Utah. You got teams like Charles Blazers. You got the teams like Dallas Mavericks. That's just five off top. You know what I'm saying? So, And hell, I don't know if San Antonio is going to make it. But that's another team that could possibly make it as well. But just looking at these teams in Houston. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yo, there's so many teams in the, in the uh, Western Conference that are like, not, I don't want to say high power, but they got some, they got hella talent. And it's just jam-packed over there, as y'all know, if you follow the NBA. Western Conference has been, I want to say, the best conference in the league for the last few years, even when LeBron was in the East. But even so, now that he's in the West, it's it's, it's got a little bit hectic, but back to the game. In this game here, I was highly disappointed. You know, when you when you got a team like I, when you got a team like Utah, I'm gonna just name a few of those players. All right, Michael Conley, who was a tremendous acquisition when they when they picked him up to add to that offense and defense. Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Rudy Gobert, and Joe Ingles. That's just Five of them. Okay. Now we look over at Portland. You got Dame, Logo Lillard, Mello, Swanigan, CJ McCullum. I mean, I'm, I'm, and it, I think Utah, I know, although Utah came out with the W, I just think that they should have beat them by a lot more than what they were. But as you've seen, Dame Lillard channeled his inner Kobe. Rawr Pizza, one of the goats, bruh. But he channeled his own Kobe and had to go off for forty-two points, eight three-pointers, and six assists. I want—I'm—I'm I'm gonna blame his team on why they lost this game. I'm gonna blame his team. I understand y'all came off a of back-to-back where y'all played San Antonio. Yeah, y'all came out with a dub there. Chubb is beating them one twenty-five to one seventeen. But at the end of the day, I think when you, you when you're an athlete, a prime athlete—not saying that everyone's in a prime—but we are athlete on that level of the game. You have to be able to come out and ball. And with y'all being in the playoff race, what well, this is the time where it's the playoff race. We got about 30 some games left. You, especially in the West, everything's jam-packed. You got to be tight. You got to you got to come to every game ready to ball and prepare to win that game. Dame and CJ are the only two people on the trailblazers that came to play. CJ put up, what, 43 minutes off of back-to-back, put up 27 points. And like I said, Dame Little putting up forty-two points. But when we look at the rest of the squad, and these were the and these were the players who really like got my got me mind bottled. I fucking I was baffled when I looked at these stats. Carmelo Anthony, two for fucking ten. Midway into the fourth quarter, this man played thirty-nine minutes at five points in total. Now, we can all agree or disagree. I know some Mello fans out there. We can all agree or disagree that this man is past his prime, that this man is not built for the game like that no more. He need to just come off and be a primary bench player. He don't need to be starting, and I'm sure that's what he's doing in Portland. But when you come, he had this moment since he's come back into the league as well. But when you got a game like that and you're Carmelo fucking Anthony, I'm not going to say Trailblazers need to depend on you, but especially if you're coming off the bench, I'm pretty sure if I'm coach, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my bench and I'm like, okay, former all star player in Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he still got some juice left. He could give me more than five fucking points. Especially in a tight game like that. And that's why I'm saying, you have a seven man rotation. I'm just gonna name a few of them. Like I said, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum, Swanigan, and Carmelo. That's four. The other three, I could I don't really give a fuck, cause they ain't do no numbers either like Trevor reason man, it's, the Trailblazers, they should have made a trade, they definitely should have made a trade at this deadline to help them out, especially defensively, I like I said, I understand this is a seven-man rotation that they had, and that's why I'm saying Utah needs to get their shit together, because they definitely, look, why did this feel like a playoff game, <laughs> why did this feel like a playoff game? Utah should have blew them out the damn water Like I said, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell Bogdanovich, Gober and Engels Engels started to show up in the end Starting to close the game for him Donovan Mitchell showed up in the end Closing the game for him Rudy Gobert did But as a team They should have blew the Trailblazers the fuck out But once again, Dame Lillard wasn't letting that happen Now let's get to the to the real reason Why I'm talking about this shit That goal, tent, it was I believe it was like I think under 30 seconds left it was 116, 114 Utah. And Dame Lillard came at the top of the key, drove on Rudy and some other motherfucker. Laid that bitch up, bounced right off the glass, and Rudy Gilbert blocked it. That's what they say anyway. That's what the reps say. Now, I know the NBA players can't really say much about it, but if you. If you look at that, if you look at that in live, you can clearly see that was a goaltend. The ball bounced off the damn backboard going down and Rudy Gobert hit it. It should have been two points trailblazers. It should have been tied 116-116. Whether or not they would have won that game, who knows? But at the end of the day, was Dame Lillard robbed? Were the Portland Trailblazers robbed? Hmm. In that sense, I'm not gonna say they were robbed. I'm gonna say that. Dane was robbed of that bucket. They weren't robbed of the win, though. Because it's not like it was a 1-15 um, game, one fourteen 14 game, where that two points could have definitely put them ahead with a few seconds left. Like, yeah, that would be robbery. But Dame Lillard definitely got robbed on that bucket. As a team, your team shit the bed. It was only two of y'all that came out to play that night. It really was only two of y'all that came out to play that night, and that's Dame Lillard and fucking CJ. Everybody else need to pick up the fuck up. When you got a short rotation like that, which is going to happen in the playoffs, you play with a tighter rotation. You don't play all 10 guys or 11 guys, whoever, right? You don't do that. You end up playing in a tight group, maybe eight guys, and you go out and ball. When you go in situations like that, Mello, you cannot be going two for 10, putting five points up in 39 fucking minutes. Swanigan, you cannot be putting up four points in 28 minutes, man and CJ I'm a little I need a little bit more from you I'm not no Portland Trailblazers fan but just a fan of basketball watching this and people complaining and whoever's a Trailblazers fan or whatnot bruh Dame, yeah he can carry the load but bruh when playoff season comes, especially in the west you seen this man was getting triple team double team and he still was wetting them buckets but nobody else was carrying the load except CJ Everybody else in Portland needed to pick it the hell up. I don't know what the hell that game was about. But yes, Dame Lillard did get robbed of that bucket. It should have been 116 up. And maybe or maybe not, they would have had an opportunity to win that game. But again, shout out to Utah for coming out with the dub. Although some (laughs) some things happened toward the end of that game. That made it more clear cut for y'all to win. But it is what it is. Shout out to the Boston Celtics going on a six straight win. <laughs> you know I had to add that in. But yo, it's your boy It's only right. Thank you for tuning in. Watch out for the next segment. I'll be right right draw in a minute. Thank you for pulling up to the Only Right Podcast right here on Anchor FM. Listen, I know some of y'all listening to this podcast, and for my new listeners, check me out. If y'all want to get up on here and talk your shit, best believe I'll let you on, for sure. If you want to talk your shit, whether it's football, whether whatever, you want to shoot the shit, look, I'm all for it. Just make sure you download the Anchor app and favorite the podcast. Once you favorite the podcast, I'll be able to get you on as soon as possible. Or you can leave yourself a voice message on the podcast and I can answer your questions then. And also be able to play those voice messages if you damn well, please. Just let me know in the voice message. And once again, favorite the podcast if you want to shoot the shit on here. But once again, thank you for pulling up. I appreciate you for listening. You can check us out for our next episode. I'll be right back with y'all very, very soon. So until next time, y'all have a good one.